Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. What's up, everybody? Well, 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 it's another Monday morning here on the SEN live show and the SEN network. Thank you so much for joining us. My brother in arms, Christian Harlov, you know, he's taking the rest of December off. So today, Wednesday, Day Marshall sitting in. We're taking turns throughout the rest of the week. I'm excited to start off Christmas week, holiday week. How about that? Happy holidays week, Christmas week, whatever. It's going to be a lot of fun this week. I'm excited to have this awesome crew with us today, and I'm excited that you're joining us today as well. We got a lot, a lot to get into, but let's meet everybody who's joining us today. The beautiful and talented Steph Sabra, repping her elf love. It's, it's elf and Yoda combined. <laughs> elf, I am not. What's good, everyone? <laughs> Elf, I am not. Uh, Elf, I am not. Brett Sheridan down there. How are you, Brett? Brown shirt. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, the other festive person on this panel right over there, Alex Barzonia, loving the uh, lightsaber battle there. Hell yeah. Well, it's my only, uh, one of my few Christmas sweaters I have. And I it's pretty it. awesome, but I have to say, as far as Star Wars Christmas sweaters go, you got, I got logos. A few, I got a few to break out this week, so get ready for yeah. that. Oh, wow. I like it. Oh, nice. You got logos on both sides. I respect it. Hell yeah. And then uh, right there, Ryan Nelson, fresh off an almost victory over the Cardinals, wearing his <laughs> uh, reindeer antlers. I love it. Uh. But you you got to feel good. Jalen Hurts looks like the real deal, pal. He looks like the real deal, and we still lost. But uh, <laughs> no, no, no. It was actually a, a watchable game for once. Yeah. And now two of my favorite things are over, Mandalorian and the Eagle season. Wow. But wow. you know what's not over is 2020, and I can't wait to see <laughs> it. That's news. right. We still got <laughs> you said a... that was such a defeat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we still got a few more days to go, and then we can wrap this puppy up and move on to 2021, and hopefully brighter days and clearer skies. That's for sure. That's what we're hoping for. I'm ripping my Washington Nationals. Shout out to 47Ts with these awesome shirts that they've been sending me. Uh, this has been a lot of fun uh, to get this weekend. Is was a lot of fun in my house. A lot of stuff going on we're prepping for christmas her sister's coming up the, the the menu has been planned i've been told what i can and can't do for the next five days uh so this is this feels like this feels like being, being back home again all the dysfunction and stuff i love it it feels warm and fuzzy like always how was your weekend sabra it was good it was busy i was working yeah. a lot with roxy stryer she nice. was queen helped me with an audition yeah we had a cool. lot of fun yeah what about you yeah, I just said I said how it was. How was yours, Sheridan? Said, how was yours? No, no I know. Oh. I, meant, I was passing it on. Oh. Yep, Sheridan. What about you, Alex? <laughs> <laughs> Let me finish my coffee. Yeah, hey, it was a week. John Man. Roca, what do you do? What do you do this weekend? Uh, <laughs> how was the how was the weekend, Roca? <laughs> Yeah. I, slid, I slid into Steph Sabra's DMs. That's hey. what I did. Hey. I, I went in there like a baby, and I was like, oh, no, I got to get out of here. Uh, <laughs> Sheridan, what'd you do? What'd you end up doing, man? It was, well, there was Saturday, and then there was Sunday. <laughs> and, no, and then get You're this. Right. Like, today, I'm like, shit, it's Monday already? Yeah, so yeah, here yeah. we are, back at it. It's weird it... when I don't have anything 
Like, because usually my wife, we ate breakfast the other day on a weekend, and uh, she said, she goes, so what do we do today? Like, totally tongue-in-cheek, like, knowing yeah. that we're not going to do shit. <laughs> you know, like, we're not going to go to a museum or do anything like family. Yeah. You know, it's like finding things to do. It's getting it's getting harder. But I, we were right. together, and we're safe, and we're, we're, we're doing well. So that's yeah. the most good. important. That's good. You're in the family. Love it. <laughs> Marzonia, what about you? You write any music this weekend? What'd you do? Record a new EP? What'd you do? No, I didn't write anything new, but I did promote Descent a lot, and it was good. I oh. watched a lot of new uh, new movies for the well, movies for me for the first time. What'd I you watched, watch, Alex? Uh, uh, how are you, how are you getting education. access to these movies? First of all, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, uh, I have access. My to annual is bleeding donated twenty dollars. Oh, Thank you, my What's the worst thing about next year? We will always be reminded that. One. Oh, oh, nice. You smart. Um, all right. All right. That's a tiger enough, fist, fist yep. pump. Absolutely. Uh, uh, I finished I finished Small Axe Education. Okay. And? Watched Ma oh. Rainey's again. Good. Uh, good. Freaking amazing. Uh, it's Wonderful uh, Life I saw for the first time. Yay! Uh, Do you Flight. Love it? I also saw for the first time. And Flight? also Godfather Part 3, The Coda Cut. What, what okay. Was, what was the third yeah. one? The third one you said? Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Oh, after that. Flight? Flight, okay. That's yeah. like kind of an odd one to throw in there. Yeah. Uh, I'm listening to this podcast called Blank Check, and they mm. are doing Zemeckis right now. So that's why nice. I've been watching all these Zemeckis nice. movies. So. Uh, okay, so thoughts on It's a Wonderful Life, as Sabra was asking. Absolutely. What is the thoughts? Uh, I loved it. It's like, I, I was surprised how late the angel comes in, because I thought it was all about just, you know, nah, reviewing his life and like, oh. kind of like Christmas Carol-y in a way, mm. like seeing how his absence reflects or, you know, affects other people. But no, right. it's like only in the last 30 minutes, I was very surprised. So I was like, is this a four hour movie or something? But anyway, I really loved it. It got me very inspired, very sentimental um, in the Christmas spirit. Yeah. Very nice. yeah. I love how these nerds have an issue with four hour movies, unless it's Middle Earth. Then yeah, six hours <laughs> is totally fine. No problem. Yeah. But a black and white four hour movie is an issue. Get out of here. Also, by the way, only I watched it on Prime, and they're only showing oh. the color version. Like they had the colorized version. Oh. You watched the colored version first. Whoa. I couldn't see. I there. I, would, I couldn't <laughs> find the black and white Whoa. version. Okay. <laughs> that is wow. Oh. Oh. Watch the pearls. That's, that's Play like the watching, music, Ryan. Play yeah, the music. I mean, that's like watching Scarface on TNT for the first time. Donated twenty dollars. <laughs> Eternal hey. flame, the hollow world. I see the sorrow deeply. I feel now, dear, ah. perfectly burned out. Eternal flame, just back in my hands, like a double-edged sword. I don't care. It's time I have to go that way. Cause I got ready to break my endless days. It does. Yeah, uh, yeah I love it. Very beautiful words there. Uh, Nelson, other than watching your Eagles uh, crash and burn again, how, how was your? I mean, they came back from sixteen nothing, so you got to give them love. But like, how else was your weekend? Did you rewatch the Mandalorian uh, season finale a few times? I did. I rewatched that probably uh, that the last ten minutes a good dozen times. Wow! Just, just to wow. feel something again. <laughs> wow. uh, but uh, yeah, other than that, you know, <laughs> Brett was kind of in on that. This week we just stay home, just watch. Yeah. Um, I saw a great movie though. I saw Another Round with Mads Mikkelsen. What is uh, that? Is that the new one? It's the new one. It's the guy who did The Hunt, which was also with okay. him. Okay. What's that on? That what is, I, you had to rent it. I actually rented it through, oh, through Google, oh, I so I did pay money. I don't believe in that. Okay, but, cool. But um, it was fantastic. James like, Slavario really donated $20. <clears throat> Thank you, James. Let's Stop talk you. about Luke. It was cool, but I'm going to miss Lil Grog. 
How about that Star Wars Championship match? I thought oh, the yeah. post scene would be included but I guess he'll start this week's match. Did mm. anyone see the reunion of Kindergarten Cop? No, there was a re there was a reunion that they have all the people on like uh, doing a, a reading of it all or something. I, Do you guys want to look? Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. So Why isn't that our main story? Yeah. Oh, there was something the that I want to hop on this one that I watched. The what the oh. pluck rot you? I've never come after you, man. I thought we were friends. <laughs> Oh, oh is that the names that... are getting so creative that was the colored version donated to <laughs> <laughs> oh my sacrilege. god they're so good you shouldn't exist you shouldn't exist you colored yeah. version that was ted turner feeling himself thinking people were too stupid and didn't want to go back and watch black and white movies and then tcm said fuck you here's a whole channel black and white movies fuck it. yeah and it's called turner classic movies so ted you're an idiot uh anyway so yeah called movies and then Jeez. people went crazy about it let's, let's use colorized i think that's colorized. the proper term yeah colorized. Colorized. <laughs> every time you guys i've been cringing i'm like ah. oh i apologize yeah yeah uh, I, well, this is... i've used oh, that term man. so i didn't even think about it but all right i apologize you're right colorized kindergarten no well that wasn't your fault yeah. it was the yeah. username <laughs> Yeah. The username yeah. was sabotaging us. <laughs> well, uh, but wait, I did uh, watch Wonder Woman 84 oh, and I started oh. watching Ted Lasso, which is such a like a heartwarming show. Oh my god. I've yeah. watched Lasso front to back three times. It is it's such so a good. good show. Such a good show. It really is. Such it 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 like starts and you're like that's not what I expected and then you get to episode 3 and you're like holy shit I needed this show. Yeah. I didn't even know. And then by eight, you're like, sobbing. <laughs> Ted, it's beautiful. Hey, Sadekis, it's maybe the greatest thing he's ever done. Honestly, as a as an yeah. actor or as a creator, it's fantastic. And uh, my friend Brendan Hunt is the coach Beard. He's one of the co-writers. No way on the show. Yeah, yeah, he's very he's funny. Gosh, amazing. I, I, I'm hilarious. loving the uh, the online room. People want him to be in a relationship with the lead from Queen's Gambit just because of their chess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, as soon Taylor as George, that chess awesome. scene came, you can't not think about that. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's a good point. Uh, all right, Alex, before I get in too much trouble, since we're 15 minutes into the show, let's get into some <laughs> entertainment news. I'm, I'm surprised I haven't gotten a text yet. Let's do it. All right. Happy Mando Monday, everybody. We got Hello. official confirmation via Disney Plus's Twitter this morning that The Book of Boba Fett will be its own series and not the name of the third season arc of The Mandalorian. Mm. Tamora Morrison and Ming-Na Wen will reprise their roles in this series, which will take place Colored version donated $20. Oh, no. Good thing Winston <laughs> or Airby 3 isn't on today. <laughs> Yo, but I am. Can you <laughs> yeah, uh, Roca. Yeah, yeah, I'm Latino. I should have known. I apologize. <laughs> Colorize. Uh, Colorize. Alex. Uh, <laughs> you know got, what? I'm... <laughs> we got cream and heavy cream over here, yeah. Ryan and myself. But hey, other than that, the people want to say something. I'm French vanilla. <laughs> Ryan, under his breath, I am vanilla. Uh, oh it's the browned version. No, sepia. Sepia tone. Sepia. Sepia. It's not the browned version. God damn it. Good All right, Lord. <laughs> oh. Thank you for the um, so <laughs> people thought that this was going to be the name of the next season of the Mandalorian. Oh yeah, there, there was I a lot of confusion. That. Yeah, a lot of confusion online on social media. People were like, "Well, what does this mean?" Is that, and even like Star Wars, 
notable Star Wars experts who run channels for years were confused if it meant that season three was going to be called the Book of wow. Boba Fett. Since it's called the Mandalorian, it doesn't. It isn't called Din Djarin's story. It's called the Mandalorian, so it could be Boba Fett as the Mandalorian. So there was a lot of like a lot of confusion. But then Star Wars, I think, heard everybody over the weekend was like, "All right, we're gonna clear this shit up." So this morning <laughs> they dropped that news on their StarWars.com official Twitter and said that that's what's going to happen. It's gonna be Book of Boba Fett and Mandalorian season three, two separate things. But it's gonna be existing in the same timeline as the Mandalorian. So well, yeah. crossovers are possible. It's just two separate things, two separate entities. In that way, but listen, Ming Na Wen coming back. Is it wrong to like have a crush on this woman? Like, I have nope. such yeah. a crush on her now, man. It's really just what she's a incredible. duo, too. Like, that is, yeah, yeah. that yeah. is the Han Chewie duo times a million. Like, this is great point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I love that they're coming back, and I'm glad that to clear the air. This is what we've been talking about. Star Wars fans have been wanting just plans. We just want to know that you thought about what you're about to put out for us because yeah. we really, really care. And so this is planned, you know, Ming-Na yeah. Wen, Fennec. Kind of means to me that Boba Fett's going to be grittier, more hand-to-hand -hand stuff, more handheld camera stuff, more of the uh, the grounded type of story. I, I'll be surprised if we even leave Tatooine, uh, to be honest with you. So uh, I think this is great. And more Latinos being involved in Star Wars, have to stump for my people, I think is a, such a positive thing. So, uh, Brett, what's your feeling on Robert Rodriguez? You like this idea? Oh, hell yeah. And I, and again, I didn't notice that, the, that his episode was like uh... – less quality again hmm. or whatever you know like I, I just thought it was great and uh uh i did you something just said though has made me go oh well wait a second because if it's going to happen in the same timeline i was I they're in a position to run a certain area of town on a certain planet so would this put them now in conflict with cobb vanth is Cobb Vanth actually the hero of the book of boba fett and boba fett is the villain or are they going to work together because remember cobb had his armor so there's going to be some words here exchanged, I think, on the planet. What do you think? I think that, that that's all possibility. By the way, guys, yeah. we had like a slight internet thing for 15 seconds. If you just okay. refresh, we're all good. But um, just FYI, I know people were asking in the chat, but we're all we're all set now. Uh, I think this is going to be a revenge tour book. I think that Ooh. the book of Boba Fett is he's got a list of names a la Kill Bill, if you will. He's going <laughs> to go out and just start wrecking shop. Everyone who wronged him, and I am willing to bet that the top of that list is Han Solo. And oh. I would be really curious to see how they handle oh. it. So that's what I'm looking forward to. I think it's a revenge tour. I think we're going to see, like, this will be a mob series uh, and, and also have a bit of those, those samurai elements. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think he's just going to be crossing names off a list. Wow. Wow. What do you say, Alex? You like that idea? The crossing I names think, off a list? I love that idea. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm cracking open this book, movie, uh, this series, um, it's just, it's really cool that, uh, at, cause what Ryan said before about how they wouldn't, uh, doing them at the same time, at least the Mandalorian mm. is pushed back so that they won't have two Mandalorian centric shows going on at the same time. So that's good for Disney, yeah. uh, branding wise, but also I'm just very excited about all the actors coming back, uh, exploring this underworld bounty hunter area of the universe. And so that'd be really mm -hmm. fun. Yeah. And are we hesitant at all with Tamara Morrison coming back to reprise his role? You know, it's funny. I was watching the opening scene of Aquaman uh, where, you know, they have the big fight 
with Atlanta and uh, and um, and uh, Tamura is there, obviously, but he's been de-aged. He looks damn good de-aged. So I wonder if they'll do like some flashbacks, as you were mentioning, mm-hmm. uh, Brett, like some flashbacks like the Mandalorian did in the first season, flashing back to him being a child, flashing back to him being in the stages of where he, became, uh, where he was a foundling. So maybe they'll do that with Boba as well. They'll do flashbacks and kind of de-age Tamora getting out of that Sarlacc pit in some way. Plus, yeah. Steph, this is pretty mm-hmm. incredible that Star Wars is able to just kind of bring Boba back, give him a series and not even address the Sarlacc pit shit at all. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. I need to run the tapes back, coach. I got to it see Mafia what happened. Ryan, stop breaking stories before they come out or those internet issues won't go away so fast next time. Talk your shit! Talk your shit! Um, yeah, I know. I will... I really want to see the Sarlacc footage, but in terms of age, I think this is a big reason why we do have Fennec there. I think that she's going to be a major role. I think it will be like, it's called the book of Boba, but it's going to be them to really like Robin Batman, but more as equals at this point. Oh yeah. Um, Even though he's technically like she's in debt to him, but yeah, I think a lot of the stunt work probably. Yeah. And no romance. These are just these are, yes. these are these are homies. These are these are these are these are friends. You know they're doing their thing, doing their mm-hmm. thing. I love it. The way she swaggered and sat on the edge of that throne, I was like, man, this that's badass. That's badass. yeah. That's badass. It was swag. Right? She sat right? down. I was like, okay, Fennec. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> she what fuck is blue shit? Just speaking on that real quick. Do you think her deal is maybe paying her life debt? Like, do you oh. think there's a... Oh, right, because uh, he, he might have saved her, right? Great point. You know, that's with the right. electronics in her stomach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Points. Very cool. good yeah. relationship. Disney Mafia coming back for us. Watch out, Ryan. <laughs> oh, gosh, I love I like all of the um, hints of Iron Man we see through the Mandalorian in mm. general. Like, I think the Jim Mandalorian... Jim donated $20. Thank With you, Jim. Robert Rodriguez Thanks, involved, they should retype that show to Once Upon a Time on Tatooine. By the way, though, it's going to be Metal AF. I can't wait. This has been great today, man. Um, <laughs> yeah, what's, what's, what's the over-under on Danny Trejo making an appearance? I mean, I mean it's got to be. Can you imagine? No, he'll be like the singer. You know, what was that singer who's like, bada <laughs> Oh my gosh. If he's the singer, he's the entertainer for Boba. Yes. Hey, Boba. Oh my god. Hey, hey Boba. What Boba. you got going on here, Boba? I'm a put a taco stand. Boba tacos. Danny's tacos right here. Trails tacos. I love Danny. He's yes. the best. So good. Uh, sorry, Steph, I cut you off. What were you gonna say? Oh, I was saying that the, every time I watch The Mandalorian, I just see Jon Favreau and Iron Man in it. I think Ooh. The Mandalorian is like the twin brother of Iron Man that just grew up okay. in a different planet than him and obviously has a different personality. But like what you see it in the missile launcher, it's very similar to Iron Man's suit. Mm. And then now with um, Fennec Shand, her stomach, like the piece, it reminds me of how Iron Man became Iron Man in yeah. the beginning when he was in Iraq. So I just yeah. love seeing those little intertwining pieces i'm down i'm down hell yeah all we need is a ball jeff bridges and we're good to go yeah at that point but unfairly vilified that was a damn good villain i don't care what anybody says i like obadiah stain 
Um, all right, we're uh, the shout out to everybody who sent already a, a, a Streamlab or Super Chat up in here. Ladies and gentlemen, that's how we stay alive and keep coming back and hanging out with you guys here on uh, the uh, SEN Network is your Streamlabs and your Super Chats uh, and your Schmobots, most of all. Schmobots, those $20 Schmobots are so great. Loved hearing from so many people already. James Lavario, the colored version and what have you. Uh, so please send in your stuff as we go through the show. We're at 145 right now. would love to get at least over 500 and then some, and then some. And maybe we'll come up with a karaoke thing by the end if we've got some uh, some kind of goals to lay out for sure. Uh, and if you, uh, what do you guys think? Do you like the idea that the book, book of Boba Fett is happening? That this split is happening? Uh, that we're getting two, essentially two Mandalorian-led shows happening for Disney Plus? Let us know in the comments in case they clip this out. Like it and uh, subscribe to the SEN Network as well. And I'm sure we'll hear more about casting and all of that as it goes along. Uh, but Brett, once again, we got all Star Wars nerded out. We're all hyped up. We got to calm down a little bit. Oh. Uh, uh, and you, we're hungry too. John. We're hungry, yeah, absolutely. So you gotta, you gotta eat because if you yeah. get too high, you need to calm it down. Yeah, you need, you to, need to neutrify. Yeah, tell you me. Have, you want some fresh food? Yeah, fresh. Food. Yeah, and if you want to get some fresh, pre-measured ingredients of mouth-washing seasonal recipes delivered right to your door, Hello Fresh lets you skip those trips to the grocery store and makes cooking easy. On, it's affordable. And it's that that is why it's America's number one meal kit. Okay, um, I love HelloFresh. I love that my my wife, bless her, she's not much of a cook, but she turns into like she's doing a cooking show when she does things. She's got little ramekins out. She measures everything. She just is in hog heaven when she does this, and it's easy. They the, the ingredients are all pre measured. That it's all in there, so you don't have to go buy. I've said it before. Why is cilantro? And you'll actually enjoy cooking and uh check it out because it's, it's america's number one meal kit that's sick well Ooh. said well said well said yeah i do wish she'd stop doing the ramekin thing uh i'm not the <laughs> you know what ramekin's the little like she, it, it's legit like she's doing a cooking show she puts oh. everything and i'm like <laughs> you could put that all one plate baby you don't need it but she's like she's dumping this one into this one and it's like well, it's cute i love it but presentation you know, matters yeah yeah she's all and i get in there i'm like wow you have used every dish in this kitchen <laughs> <laughs> yeah when you get I mean, what are you gonna say when they get going you get going you can't yeah. get you, you can't get in the way you gotta let it be that's for sure i understand mm -hmm. that for sure uh all right alex uh what do we got next here my man all right uh u.s senate and house leaders announced on agreement and then oh no no stop stop we can't do any politics we can oh yeah. wait this has to do oh, with the movie oh. business yes. okay all yeah, right, yeah. right go ahead yeah, all right. <laughs> an agreement on sunday for a nearly 900 billion call 900 billion dollar covid19 relief package it includes $15 billion of specific aid to struggling independent movie theaters and live entertainment venues. Entertainment industry trade groups have spent months pushing the proposed legislation called the Save Our Stages Act. A final vote is expected to pass the bill in the House today and the Senate not long after. Roka, do you think this $15 billion will in fact save U.S. cinemas? And uh, what did you do this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I think this is great. It's about time. Uh, we, you know, what what sometimes gets lost when people get into politics, and it's so frustrating, is they want to denigrate the arts so much 
but then uh, it's amazing how they'll vote on something, go right home and watch a movie or a TV show or what have you. And that's arts. Those are, are the arts are essential. They're important to balance our lives out there and escape for so many people. Uh, they provide fun uh, explorations. They educate, they inspire. Arts are important. Movie theater going experiences, communal events are important. All these people are clamoring to rip open these stadium doors and let people go inside. The same thing has to be, uh, uh, the same approach has to has to go about for movie theaters as well. It's very important. People want to go out and go see a movie and commune with people and connect with people and share experiences. One of the things that is the foundation of our humanity is our ability to connect with our fellow human being. And it, it matters. So going out to certain events and having that happen, it's essential. It's food for the soul. Uh, and so I love the fact that they finally did this and they're starting to look at this situation and understand that they need to help these businesses thrive and survive. Now it's up to these companies, these organizations, these theaters, companies, these cinemas to use the money wisely and effectively and do it positively so that the, so those theaters can survive and people can start coming back again when this whole thing starts to quiet down and hopefully by mid-June of next year and people start to feel more comfortable going back to the theater in large numbers. So I think it's a positive sign and a positive step forward. What do you think, Steph? Yeah, I think it's, it's a cool point in time where American government is saying we do value the arts mm. and we want to make sure that that stays as a foundation of America and some things that families and people can engage with, which I think is Paul truly Jeff Bridges the, donated the arts. $20. John, oh, don't you. worry, I'm always here. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Paul Jeff Royan donated oh $20. Happy holidays, Woo! send crew. Love you all. Shout out to Steph. It's nice to finally have some Armenian blood on this network. Excited oh, for the hey. Sith Council. So much Star Wars to talk oh, yeah. about. Also, Bear of Brett. Love it. Love Appreciate it. you, fam. Yeah. Um, I forget what I was saying. Oh, we the were arts. talking about the bill. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think that in that sense, it's really cool. I do think in another sense, it's, it's interesting that it's coming um, in conjunction with the stimulus check that people are hoping to get to pay their bills to mm. uh, pay their rent and it just seems a little bit like the entire process which is chaotic and disorganized it seems like those two shouldn't be necessarily together mm. um but i am glad that they are making moves in one in the positive direction at least even though it's not technically enough it's better than nothing yeah yeah agreed sheridan what are your thoughts on this um, I like it. I wonder what uh, if it's just to kind of keep them afloat for a while, if it's going to be something to give them mm. some more precautions in terms of filtration systems and trying to make them, uh, you know, help them to open up again. I mean, what is what is the money going to go to? Is it is it yeah. like our money, which is going to be like, here's a tiny little band aid for you. Six hundred <laughs> fat dollars more for you. Porridge, please. <laughs> please, please. Or is it, it will it really save them? You know, is it something yeah. that will keep this? alive because again you know a lot of people think theaters are dead i don't think they're dead they just need help and uh, yeah. i hope i hope it helps them so we can get back to it and uh, i hope this vaccine starts rolling out faster yeah. than it works and nobody grows a third arm 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or a second head for sure. Yeah, it's oh it's, it's 15 billion of uh, of it that is being earmarked for independent movie theaters, live event venues, and cultural institutions. You know, Alex, it's curious. Independent movie theater. So is AMC independent, even though it's a conglomerate, or are we talking like like the mom and pop NoHo Seven? Like, what are we talking about here? Do you think? Yeah, that's a good point. I'm not sure if it, it I don't know if it is actually the like the big AMC Cinemark corporations, but I'm glad that this this probably means like the Lamleys, the um shoot, what other what other small chains do they have here? Anyway, they Cinemark small... Cinemark's kind of small, isn't it? Or no? Is it the second? I... No, you're right. It's probably number Might 2. Might be a corporation. Yeah. My apologies, but... yeah. Um, yeah, at least the Lamleys, those are one of my favorite theater, mm. um, smaller theater chains in L.A. because they get to play the smaller well, independent yeah. movies. Tarantino's uh, Theater, right? New Beverly, that's an yes, independent New Beverly. cinema. Yeah, the Arrow, um, the Egyptian, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm glad that they'll be getting money, but also I think included in this is also live theater, and live theater yes. is something I'm completely missing. I had season tickets for the Pantages this year, only got to see a few shows, but... Uh, and missed out on Hamilton again, mm. but ah. yeah. And so I really miss that. And also just going to live concerts as well. So hopefully we can get all those back and, uh, this money will keep them, keep them yeah. in business. Yeah. Right. I'm looking at a couple of reports as we're talking about this. They haven't clarified yet what cinemas would qualify as quote independent and which mm. TV stations would be eligible for these PPP loans. Wow. So <clears throat> Uh, they have no I, idea. Yeah, right. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah They're like, oh, what's an independent theater? Yeah. <laughs> like aliens. They're just like so out of touch with how we live. Like we. But yeah, six hundred dollars, man. I'm. I think I'm gonna like put down on a house, maybe. Yeah. Like invest in myself. I'm gonna be rich. Wait, is an independent theater like the one I have in my basement? Is that like <laughs> that's independent? I just get to view that with them. Yeah, what do you think about this there? Yeah, I think uh, you know, something's better than nothing. Yeah, true. But true. a lot of the theaters that maybe come to mind immediately are the ones that might not be getting benefited from this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I think like what Alex is saying, it's gonna be a lot of those indie theaters and this also goes into live you know, music performances, your your uh, your event brights, your uh, your you know all these venues that haven't had artists or bands, concert venues playing like that qualifies mm -hmm. for this too. I, I think it's I'm sad it didn't come sooner, yeah, and because maybe they could have used that money to pivot or come up with some different kind of business venture for the time being. Yeah, yeah. But I think something's better than nothing. So. Uh, yeah, I'm curious to get more specific details as to like which theaters, which venues are going to benefit from this. But uh... yeah, uh, I got my eye on this one too, uh, Sheridan. It says newspapers, TV stations, and radio stations will be eligible for PPP loans. Now, when the BBC quoted my tweet the other day for Tom Cruise, they said I was a U.S. radio host. That's news to me. So can I qualify now for a PPP loan if I can as a U.S. radio host? Hey, welcome, everybody. It's 5 a.m. in the morning. What do you think? Are you happy about this, man? Is this a good thing? They're also setting aside $7 billion to increase broadband access, which includes assistance to help low-income Income and unemployed workers pay for internet service um uh and the legislation sets aside 25 billion for families to help them pay rent and end a moratorium on eviction so 
pretty insane. That's, an, that's amazing. That's yeah. wonderful. And yeah. I think the big thing right now, yeah, if, if our kids are stuck at home, there, I don't think about this because I have internet and I have mm. the kids have computers, but I know it's what's great is that, our, you know, our kids' schools offer to let them take home devices, but I'm sure there's schools that don't have extra devices and things. And Yeah. Um, yeah, giving everyone access to be able to give their kid the best education they have right now, I think is wonderful. Yeah. Um, always up for that um i would like to see them go away every once in a while but if this is the way we have to do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh, uh it's a number of uh things i'm reading here it says it probably leaves amc theaters regal cinemas and imax and others in a bit of a dire state yeah. so wouldn't that be ironic i mean weren't we saying this just a few weeks ago how okay this you know people are trumpeting from the sky from the mountaintops this was the end of cinema. We're only going to get big movies in theaters now. Wouldn't it be ironic as hell that this is the program that actually sinks the bigger cinemas and elevates the independent cinemas to be the cinemas that stay alive after all of this and are the ones that people flock to and enjoy movies at? That would be such yeah. a hell of a twist right at the end. It's a, it's a Hail Mary oh thing. Yeah, wouldn't uh, it be insane? It wow. We would all be so excited in the back, like, yeah. <laughs> that's like all the My walmart fails and all these mom pops start springing fun back fact up covid 19 <laughs> is a very similar virus structure to the coronavirus that caused sars so we basically had the vaccine figured out hours after the virus structure was isolated this is the benefit of doing broad research so we don't have to wait years hmm. good point yeah Thank SARS you, was a, a it was a i think it was covid 2 sars if i remember correctly yeah covid 2 was a variant so there you go um and there's uh, and this is not a moment too soon because apparently there's that seven there's that variant that's happening in uh in the uk right, apparently yeah. they've had a massive shutdown of everything like railways and and uh uh plane uh airports and all this they've shut people down I mean, apparently there were like crazy scenes in the subways because police where they're stopping people from getting on these subways if they didn't qualify uh as emergency travel and there's wow. just oh my god so i can't oh even imagine final if that happened twist there yeah the <laughs> destination is 2020 there is no 2021 that's the thing oh, gosh. it's a black hole uh, yeah anyway we'll see what happens and it's a, it's great that they've at least included the arts this time around they're going to vote it on it today we'll probably hear about it in the next few hours if it passes and what have you and uh you know we'll see hopefully and of course uh, some people are going to qualify for that 600 as sabra was saying so we shall see man. 600 <laughs> it's so insulting to a lot of people but we don't want to get into politics so um all right where are we at uh, alex what's our next thing all right, Chadwick Boseman's last on-screen appearance may have been in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, but according to Kevin Feige, Boseman came in about four times and recorded numerous episodes for Disney Plus's What If Marvel series. Feige said that they will not be replacing Boseman's voice in this series, nor recasting T'Challa in future Black Panther movies for now. Roka, are you excited for this series and hearing that Boseman will be in multiple episodes of those series? Oh, hell yeah, a million percent. I mean, that trailer was incredible. Yeah. The animation the performances, the twists and turns of who's going to be playing what characters. I mean, having Chadwick Boseman go back and forth with uh, Michael Rooker uh, was just great. Uh, and so I'm very happy that they were able to record lines with Chadwick before he passed away. And I wonder if maybe that he, like 
got a push on it and said like i'd like to get in that studio quicker than everybody else i want to record some stuff blah 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 maybe he did it under the guise of i've got a very busy schedule blah 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 but got in there and recorded because maybe he sensed his time was coming and so got to leave another little bit of a gift for those of us who love and appreciate his work uh, so much so that's a, that's a great thing alex what do you think man do you like this idea do you like oh this yeah uh, I'm sure he has that one what if episode of him being a Star Lord. Star Lord, yeah. The other ones will be Wakandan. He will still play T'Challa, but in a Wakandan right. set episode. But I'm glad that he got to do everything he did while uh, while he was sick. Mm. Um, I've seen Ma Rainey's Black Bottom twice, and I freaking love that movie. It's so tragic, and his performance in it is amazing. Mm. And I'm sure he'll be nominated, if not win. But uh, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, I'm very excited about this series. Yeah. What do you think, Sabah? You like this? Yeah, I'm so excited. I love animation. Like you said, the trailer, everything makes it so exciting. And I, in if I in this uh, quote that we read in this article was saying, in hindsight, it's like a lot more special than he thought. So I'm yeah. sure Roka, you're right in the sense that he probably did kind of ask to get in there quicker because, mm. as we know, he was fighting this fight and working his ass off, which yep. is just, I mean, such an incredible feat. I can't even believe it. So I'm really looking forward to this. It'll just be like another treat that we get to bask in his like beautiful career record. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Thoughts on this? Yeah. I hate this. No, I'm kidding. I, I think this is great. <laughs> yeah. Why would I? Scrooge. Who would not yeah. like this? Uh, <laughs> right, I think... like, he took work away from a sound alike. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I, I'm, I think this is great. Uh, even Feige said, you know, he came in four or five times and in hindsight, that's really moving knowing what he was going through. Mm. I saw my Rainey's by bottom. He's phenomenal in it. And I think that this property like WandaVision is so cool because Marvel, a lot of people's complaints about Marvel is like, Oh, it's, very similar like each movie has like some some more beats and they got these two projects that couldn't be more different from what they've yeah. been doing with wandavision in this and i think it's gonna be really great that we get to hear him portray uh t'challa and if not other characters um in this series so tremendous it's, it's always sad when an actor passes away and then like wow okay we get to see them on screen a few more times now we get to mm. hear that voice a few more times i remember that happened with like, robin williams he had like four mm -hmm. or five movies yeah. in the can but I think this is awesome, yeah. uh, and I can't wait to hear his voice. Yeah, yeah. Sharon, are you, are you like, have you did you watch the trailer for? Oh what yeah, like this yeah. was on the day of uh, that I hosted on the oh, worst right. possible day I've ever. But uh, we didn't get a touch on it. Uh, but no, this was the one, on, the animated one, I was most excited about because it was so wacky and like it was. It's it's. I'm like, oh, what a British captain, you know, Captain Britain woman thing. I, ah! yeah. <laughs> That's my reaction. I'm like, I don't know what this is. This looks fun. It's wacky. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I, I really was excited. Of, of all the animated uh, things that they mentioned that were coming out, this was the one that excited me the most because it just seemed so fun. And, yeah. yes, to, to, that he was able to get in there and voice it again. And, and it is. It's Like Brian's saying, I, 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 it, it's nice, and it's also kind of, oh, you know, yeah. it's like I, I, we've been watching The Last Jeopardies, and we're like, oh, yeah. there's oh, going yeah. to be a last one, and right. he, it's 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 tough. But I think it's I'm it's nice that they they have these continuations that like give us one last you know, like mm. you know, you know we appreciate yeah. you and uh, 
Yeah, I haven't seen Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. That's on our list. Um, instead, last night we watched uh, Sound of Music on re- regular television with the commercials, so it was only seven hours long. Um, <laughs> the black and, black and white version. Black and white version. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they didn't. That one was black and white, right? No. It was- uh, <laughs> I had never seen that. I know every song, and I have never seen that that uh, yeah. film before and I wow. loved it and I was really? crying I was crying All right. damn it I've never wow. seen it but now if you watched it I'll watch it I, I thought it was going to be one of those cheesy musicals so alright I'll watch it I'll I watch didn't it. there are some cheesy elements but there, there's some okay. there's some there's some beauty to it and All maybe right. I was just in a mood maybe the meds didn't kick in early <laughs> enough, but, uh... no it's a great movie it is All right. yeah, All yeah. Right. maybe I'll put that on the Christmas list anything anything that reminds me of like oh this was adapted from a play or is musical in any way like yeah. Maraini's the prom like any of that yeah. stuff sound of music yeah. like that's getting me these days so okay yeah i, I tried with the prom man i was 20 minutes in we turned it off yeah. okay. i just couldn't. it's alex i respect yeah. I, don't, I don't ever begrudge anybody yeah. liking something so but for me it just mm-hmm. it just yeah it, just, yeah, it, basically, yeah, yeah, it was a it wasn't like as good as i had hoped it would be but also yeah. in this article alex i don't know if you're gonna oh. bring it up about um in the same interview feige did um he mentioned about she hulk that it's gonna be yeah. a full half hour comedy which I had no idea that was happening. I can't even like imagine it, but Tatiana Maslany is one of my favorite actresses ever. If you've watched Orphan Black, you're just like, this woman just deserves everything. She is such an incredible talent. So if anyone can pull it off, I think it would be her, but I just can't even imagine that. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, because Orphan Black has comedic moments, but it's not a comedic show. And Mm -hmm. certainly Perry Mason had little to no comedy in that thing. And she was fantastic in that show as well. That most recent Perry Mason was on HBO. She's so good. And you're right. And she's one of the sweetest fucking people on the planet. Mm. Like, it's a joy to talk to that woman. She's so down to earth. She's so cool about it. And somewhere in an alternate universe, she's the one that got cast as Jin Erso uh, in, in Rogue One. And so that that she had been up for that role. Uh, and I think she had been up for Ray as well. I think whoa. she'd been up for one of those. So they brought her back to kind of maybe see if she was Jenner. So I, 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 there's another universe where that movie has her in it. And I wonder if someone has done a deep fake on it yet. Because um, everyone's doing those deep fake things now. But yeah, she's so good. So it's a great point uh, to bring up, Steph. Like how, a half hour comedy with this is fascinating that's how they're going to approach it so i'm curious because i think ruffalo is going to be a part of this thing and they said tim roth is coming back as abomination and tim roth didn't have any funny moments in that movie so i'm a little curious about this gosh that's three three unlikely shows that they got yeah it's so exciting wow absolutely i will say one thing we were we've been watching old episodes of law and order on peacock and we stumbled upon um, the Chadwick Boseman episode, which apparently is season 14 or something. It's his second ever thing that he did. Uh, and he is 28 years old. Wow. And just seeing him play a like 19 year old or 20 year old kid involved in this shooting, I was like, damn, I didn't, had, I totally didn't know he'd been in the show or whatever and popped up and I was like, oh shit. And so I got to like enjoy him playing that as well. So, and, Alex, I don't know if I, I, I'm having a really hard time with Mar Rainey because I don't want to watch him in his last performance. Like, I yeah. don't want to accept that he's gone. And so yeah. it's like, to me, it's, I'm having a really hard time making myself do it. Right. Uh, but I know I will see it. Uh, and shout out to Viola, who gained 
200 oh she got to 200 pounds to play yeah. that character and then lost it and no one's fucking talking about it yeah you know it's crazy that, yeah. like yeah. people sleep on viola davis yeah. she gives us oscar worthy performances every time she hits the screen and she Truth. commits in a way like that walking phoenix does and we have these conversations yeah. for years about it and yeah. and heath ledger but not her, but yeah, I feel the same way, Roka, about mm. Ma Rainey. I started it with Roxy, mm. and we got 15 or like 30 minutes in, and we're like, I don't want to finish this movie mm. yet yeah. because I'm like scared to finish it and not have anything left. So we are like savoring it, yeah, and we yeah. will have to get to that point too. Yeah, it's 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 a shame. It's such a great, such a loss, man. It's such a loss we all feel for sure. Um, uh, all right, where are we on to next? We got another one. Yeah, uh, when Game of Thrones ended, it's eight season run in 2019. HBO was developing many spin-off series set in that universe. But plans changed and only one series is going forward as of now, House of the Dragons, set around three centuries before the events of Game of Thrones. Mm. But HBO Chief Content Officer Casey Bloys confirmed that multiple spin-offs are still in the works and may be hitting HBO Max in 2022. Roka, are you excited to see more of the Game of Thrones universe? Okay. Yes. <laughs> I think I think I think I'm a little more excited for the Middle Earth stuff coming from Amazon Prime than I am about the Game of Thrones stuff for the way it left a taste in my mouth. But we'll see. I mean, it's I know there's still a huge fan base for it. People love Game of Thrones, so and they want to give it another chance. I think a lot of people want to watch that last season or last season and a half really out of their minds and kind of jump into a new thing. Maybe this is uh, something really good that they're developing, but it doesn't bode well. They keep starting these things and canceling these things and then considering like the Naomi Watts one, right? They, I think right. they had that schedule to go and then they killed it. So is this now a cursed franchise? I wonder, considering how it crashed and burned and a lot of people are not happy with how it went down. So I don't know. Um, what do you think, Ryan? I, I have shared the same concerns, you know, it, and this is coming off of two weeks where we've had 10 Star Wars shows announced. Yeah, right. And Mandalorian is getting just as much buzz as Game of Thrones was getting. And every time they announce one of these Game of Thrones ones, I don't know the name of it. I forget who's in it. I, I'm not excited mm. for it at all. It's it's a prequel. There's just, I would rather them <laughs> announce like, you know what? That was a scathing opinion. We're doing, we're doing the last season over again. Like I would prefer that. <laughs> I really would. I, I don't the care about anything. The tea is piping hot today on SEN. Piping hot. Yeah. I look. Like, I, I don't I don't need any of this other stuff. Like I, they really. The Ryan cut. It just shows you. He what said, I, get back in the studio and redo that season. Truly, you know how every like, episode was a million dollars? Do it again. It just shows how if you don't stick a landing like that. Oh, you yeah. can really lose a lot of people. And yeah. Star Wars, <laughs> they, they stuck a landing 40 years ago. And now they still yeah. are bringing in people. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm really curious to see how this goes. This It's obviously a huge property for Warner Brothers and HBO, but I couldn't be less excited. Ryan is going to appeal for a PVP loan as an independent producer <laughs> to redo this whole season. One million. I need $8 million so I can do $1 million an episode to redo this entire season. So, oh. bro, so bro, are you excited? Million, trillion <laughs> dollars. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, well, if there's one thing your girl loves, it's a good dragon. 
and this is the <laughs> they're setting the stage for the time of dragons when dragons yeah, did not true. give a fuck and they just burnt down your mom your dad your grandma and just left you know so that's interesting to me um and i think they could do something really cool with mm-hmm. with the technology we have we haven't seen except for game of thrones like really sick dragon work um so that could be sick but i agree the disorganization is a turnoff yeah yeah this is uh it's going to be set 300 years before the events of game of thrones it's going to star patty considine who some of you may know from uh from uh, born ultimatum the last born film he was the newspaper reporter he was also in oh. angela's ashes and if you've I'm seen fine. cinderella man he is uh, 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 uh russell crowe's friend in the movie who gets uh, killed in the uh, tent city uh, but yeah, he's he's a great actor, really good actor. He's done a lot of things. Um, Matt Smith is in this as well as some of you know from Doctor Who and The Crown, uh, and rumored to have been in The Rise of Skywalker. Emma Darcy and Olivia Cook. Uh, so yeah, you're right, Steph. This is the time of dragons. So there's going to be a lot of probably awesome sequences with these dragons and connecting with these dragons and adventures with these dragons. So maybe that's the lure to bring people back. Uh, into this thing and uh, and get people excited again. Alex, what about you? Do you like this? Yeah, I I'm not so excited <laughs> about. It. I mean, give me let me see what the first uh, one is, what this first prequel series is, um, and then I'll be excited for more maybe. Because yeah, as everybody's saying here, I was kind <clears> of <throat> burnt out like a you know on a uh, Game of Thrones and just how that ended. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I love Patty Considine, uh, Outsider, yeah. and The Third Day, he was great in this year. Um, right. yes. Yeah, so I mean, show me what you got first. Okay. Uh, wow. Later. Wow, look at him, chest thumping. Uh, Brett, thoughts? Um, I think I probably would check it out more than anyone else because I wasn't so uh, ingrained with the Game of Thrones. I watched the first two seasons um, with my wife and at the time we had a roommate living with us and then they I kind of was slowly slipping away because I'm like there's too many houses to remember <laughs> and they sound like Targaryen, Targaryen, Targaryen. Uh, yeah I was just like what are these and it, so I couldn't keep up. It was a little too much for me and the coming back to things I'm like wait what was she? I don't remember remember her so uh and then i watched the final season and i wasn't you know disappointed i wasn't happy it wasn't anything but to hear a different story um and maybe if it focuses on less families that would be great for my mind uh maybe if there wasn't Tyrion and tyrannical and (laughs) yeah tyrannical and Tyrion and Targaryen and yeah they'll just be dragons you don't even have to focus on people and then, yeah. right, you and I can voice the dragons. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love it. Like, Look, let me hear it. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Okay. Roar! Let me hear some more. That's good. That's also my Mothra. I do it a little louder, but it's Mothra. early in the morning. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Animal Planet. We're. <laughs> Uh, House of Farfic Nugan. Um, Nugan, yeah. Was, I mean, it was rough for me. Yeah, I'm, I, 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 I'll admit it. I couldn't keep up with it. It was too yeah. much for me. I'm not, I, I'm not ashamed to say there's some stories that have too many people in them. Yeah. 
and the fans are the fans are rabid and 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 uh, and i i know that firsthand from uh, having hosted that show over at collada the after show for game of thrones i remember when makuga's doing the first season and they came after makuga after he made, after he made the standard makuga joke it was a very funny joke about dragons and roberts and all uh, robert Baratheon and all this and if people are like, they came to me, they're like, do you want to host this? Because Makuga doesn't want to do this anymore. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, sure. And then I just studied like crazy because fans go nuts. Yeah. Oh, get shit right. If you don't understand who's who and what's what. So uh, I get it, man. I get it. It's it's definitely a passionate fan base and a rabid fan base. So just because we might be eh, here on this panel doesn't mean that the overall fan base isn't crazy to get something yeah. to satisfy their desires. And hopefully it does because that fan base needs to get something that they love hmm. and enjoy again and feel good about loving again uh, for sure. So we shall see. Um, oh, Brett, all this talk. We're at the hour mark. I'm hungry. <laughs> if I wanted to order myself something, what can I do here, buddy? Well, yeah, I mean, sometimes you don't want to cook, too. You just want to order something, and you're constantly thinking about food. I know the minute I start the show, I think about what I'm going to eat for lunch, um, even if I have a big breakfast. I love food, um, but getting in the kitchen and cooking something up after this exhausting uh, movie punditing that I do and uh, my hot takes on everything, that is why I love Postmates. Uh, with Postmates, you can get food delivered to your house. Or even without even opening your front door, which is my favorite part about it. Uh, they just set it down and they take off and you kind of wave to them down the hall. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Postmates created no contact deliveries. That's what it is. So now you can order from local restaurants. Everything gets left on your doorstep and an, with a simple app, that's how it's delivered. Uh, Postmates offers pickup option as well i've done this a few times with one of my favorite thai places down the street because i think well maybe since it's two blocks away i should go for a walk and pick it up and not 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 have somebody deliver it to me and you want to support these local uh community uh restaurants right now they're all having a tough time and what a better way to use postmates and get yourself pickup um it's not just burgers and sushi you can you get toilet paper phone chargers from stores like walgreens 7-eleven uh postmates will drop it right outside your door um, I've mentioned it before, and I think somebody gave me a hard time about what I call it, but I got a video game controller from my Postmates from Best Buy. Uh, it was really easy, and it was actually a better price than what I found somewhere else. So download the Postmate app. It's uh, on iOS and Android, and you can find your favorites and get anything you want delivered within an hour. Okay, so for a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $5 off your first five orders for the first seven days to save five dollars on your first five deliveries download the app and use code sen live that's code sen live for five dollars off your first five orders when you download the postmates app and sign up online anything you need anytime you need it postmate it postmates bruv my son's bruv. hates i keep calling my son bruv like, you want some pizza, bruv? He's like, oh, fuck, cut that out! It's <laughs> the new dad, dad poke. Bruv, I love it. What's with you the bruv thing? You want some pizza, bruv? Pizza, bruv. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, um, shit, Alex, we were supposed to cut that one out, Game of Thrones. So uh, let me do this real while and maybe they'll edit it. Hey, if you guys want, what do you think about the Game of Thrones spinoff? Are you excited about it? Let us know in the comments section below. Remember to like and share this video and subscribe to SCN Network. Uh, we appreciate you being a part of the gang. So come on and let us know what you think about all of this and let other people know so they can come and enjoy our content as well. 
boom, you cut that out wild. All right, let's go. Uh, <laughs> let's go to the next story. Oh, and by the way, people, we're only at $215, $217. What's going on here? Let's get to 500 before the end of the show. If we get to 750, I got Brett Sheridan doing a song from a sound of music, from the sound of music. He will do the song at the end of the show from the sound of music. So if we get to 750, that's about 500 and something away. He'll do that. If not, at least get us above 500. Come on, people. If five of you donate 100, we're good to go. We're good to go. All right. Where are we at, Alex? All right. Wonder Woman may be getting some good reviews, but it opened to $18.4 million in China and $38.5 million total worldwide after opening in 32 global markets on December 16, mostly in Asia. The movie is slated to open in theaters and drop on HBO Max in the U.S. on Christmas Day, with the U.S. box office being topped by Monster Hunter with just $2.2 million this past weekend. Yeah. Roka, do you think this is a sign of people not wanting to see the movie and waiting for it to drop on HBO Max, or the more likely scenario that people aren't willing to risk going to the theater? No, I think it's a weird position, right? Because so many people are like, well... We needed to drop something other than Tenet over the summer to really see if people wanted to come back to the theaters. Well, here's Wonder Woman dropping in Europe, uh, and it didn't do that well. So you start to wonder about whether people want to wait for this vaccine to work, make sure that things are going back to normal, then they'll start to feel brave enough to go to theaters. I mean, the numbers are rising. The death toll is rising, so people are nervous. People are scared. You wouldn't know that by looking at the Citadel Outlets Mall, but everyone else is pretty fucking scared mm -hmm. about what's happening and going on in the world and in this country. So uh, maybe they're not running out to see this movie. Something Christian brought up, too, and I'm curious to hear you guys' thoughts. Christian and I were texting about it this morning. He said, you know, uh, he thinks that they that uh, maybe Wonder Woman 84 should have stayed away from the theaters to keep the negative press away because now people can use this article and kind of mm. put a little bit of a negative yeah. uh, a spin on Wonder Woman 84. And if they, he thinks if they would have pressed on with just streaming, then nothing but positives would have come from it and how much of a success it was. So maybe releasing it in theaters and already people are running with these stories. And I wonder if Dan Murrow will do a charts with Dan talking about why it didn't do well overseas or what the indications are and what have you. So their insistence to put this out in the theaters, um, I wonder is putting a, if it's putting a negative spin on this. I just think people don't want to go back yet because there's no vaccine. And even afterwards, I think people want to wait. You know, there's no rush to go back to theaters, especially if people are like, putting this on streaming, why would you go? What do you think, Steph? I completely agree. I think it it's hard because we just don't know how things are going to play out and they're mm -hmm. taking risks and they were one of the first. Um, they had a few before them like Tenet and maybe they should have learned that lesson because I think I mm -hmm. would have done what you were suggesting is just go to HBO Max. Like there are movies that are coming out from Netflix, you know, like Old Garden, Extraction, like people are loving and they're yeah. getting way more credit than they would have in theaters because they just, it's so cool to get anything high quality on streaming. And then Wonder Woman 84 is like the highest quality of film that you can make these days. So I think people would have been blown away. I also think when you have a woman director and a lead woman mm. and a lead woman villain, the headlines are a little unfair to me. I think people took this as an okay. opportunity to drag a film that they necessarily wouldn't have had it been different circumstances, because it is a great film. And it's not, it's, it's quite obvious. It's not that there's not interest about this film. It's that we are in a pandemic. People are so unsure about the theaters and where to go. So it, it just puts them in a bad position, but I hope everyone still sees the film. Yeah. Yeah. Alex, you know, do we trust people? 
to go see i mean do we trust people Never. to, <laughs> rules no, to jump into a theater that's what i think is a part of this too is like people are losing trust in their fellow human beings yeah. these numbers rise and these death tolls rise and i mean the southern california is out of icu beds out of icu yeah. beds they're all taken so like i know this was a european these are european numbers but it's pretty bad over there as well as i just mentioned what's going on in the uk so um do you think this is all just people not trusting it and not wanting to go out and risk their lives just to see a movie in a situation like this i definitely think it's that i don't trust people at all like even if i <laughs> if i get vaccinated then that means i can still carry the virus with me i just don't have i don't have i won't i won't be like affected by it yeah. necessarily so i still don't want to that's a very selfish thing for me to do to still go out places and you know risk giving it to other people while even yeah. though i won't be able to get it um and i mean it's probably because of that uh that, that mistrust of other people and mm. i guess just drive-ins would be the best but then in the east coast you can't have drive-ins out right. here in la it's 80 degrees we can totally go to a drive-in right now right but it just it all this sucks it all sucks yeah yeah, yeah. is Brett? the negative press because of the numbers it's not yeah. because oh, so yeah. people aren't saying it's a bad film no, 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 no. then 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 i think what you're saying is that when they see oh it didn't make any money then it's probably shit and i won't right know. that's so, what that's yeah. what christian's point yeah. was people are okay. gonna see that because this comes out on friday and they're gonna be like oh do i want to watch it do i want to yeah. go to a theater do i want to stream it on hbo max if it's not that good you know Right. Yeah, I don't, I'm super excited to see it on mm. HBO Max. Um, I hope it's included. We had an issue with the HBO Max because we're doing it, and I, I think I was telling people wrong on how to do it. I was saying through Amazon. It's through Hulu Hub is how we watch HBO Max. Mm. But we can't get – my wife wants to see this. The flight attendant? Yeah. yeah. The Kayla we can't We can't find – it's not on there. It's what? on HBO Max. It's, it is, but not if you use a hub. There's certain oh. things. It's like – Roku, please, can we get this? Wait, it's on there. It's already on. Right, it's on Roku. All week. Yes, oh, they did it God. on Friday. They did it oh. on Friday. So here's oh. what you do. Here's what you do. Here's the tip for you. Because We I almost had a divorce over this. <laughs> help me. Help me. What's well, not on there? That, okay. that Cuoco. Oh, that Kaylee Cuoco. Oh. oh. Destroying oh. marriages all over the place. No, listen. She's, she's excellent. <laughs> I want to see this one. I, I've got this one saved as well. Um. Uh, here's the tip for you. And I discovered this over the weekend because I was desperate to watch that Bee Gees documentary. And I was oh. like, I got to watch this shit. And, and I, I went on Roku and I hit the HBO app that was already on there. And it goes, oh, you got to sign in this, blah, blah, blah. You have to delete that HBO app and then re-upload it. And then it'll default to HBO Max. Then you can sign in through your provider or whatever you have. And then you have access to everything. So oh. do that. And hopefully that's how it'll be. It'll show that's up on your Roku. And Mommy and dad are staying together. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, we saved a marriage on air today. Wow. <laughs> the hub doesn't have a search feature either. It was the most frustrating. Oh, like the Amazon. You know, ah, oh yeah. That was a thing. It yeah. was just like, ah, no, it was like Hulu. Yeah. It was a hub through Hulu. I kept telling Alex to do it through Amazon. I'm a spreader of lies. <laughs> You're a super spender of life. Uh, anyway, let's do fall back to this. Ryan, what's yes. your thoughts on all of this? On the one, uh, should they have released this in the, the in in the theaters in Europe? Should they have risked the reaction, seeing how Tenet kind of got flamed, uh, flame bombed by some of the numbers? I mean, I think they should have risked it because Tenet okay. is a that you're going off of Christopher Nolan there, right? 
Right. Whereas right. this is a proven success. This is this is Wonder Woman. This was a huge. The, the first one was gigantic. I remember working the movie theater when it came out. It was the biggest movie of the summer. So I think it makes every sense in the world for it to happen. But to explain these this outcome, it's it's Wonder Woman COVID nineteen eighty four is why yeah. this all happened. I, I really, it's just the it's the gamut. It's the risk you run with with doing this, and you can't not try to put it in these in these theaters abroad especially if it's safe it just so happens there's a variant of the virus this week like when <laughs> when it's coming out so they couldn't have predicted that uh yeah. I, I think it's just an unfortunate coincidence and it sucks like steph was saying they're taking this these low box office numbers during a pandemic abroad and trying to warp it as like there's something wrong with the movie yeah uh, like, Kristen right. wig got like I, they're just trying to warp the narrative around it I think it's gonna be great. I think it's gonna blow up on HBO Max. It just sucks that this is that first one on <laughs> HBO Max, that first big feature that they're having debut, and like, oh, but we're also having it in a few theaters, and it's not performing well. Yeah, in uh, in China, it made eighteen point eight million, and it was number two behind a film called The Rescue, which was a new Chinese film that debuted to an to thirty five million uh, total. It made Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four did. Uh, 38.5 million overseas, and it was in 32 territories. Um, so, and it made about five what million. What is the I'm rescue? A, I don't know. It's a probably a Chinese film, I would imagine. I mean, yeah. Okay. 35. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. I think the rescue is the new, isn't that the new Jackie Chan one? Oh, oh. it is. It I is. think it's the oh. Vanguard. Yes. Yes. Okay. I was oh, going to be like, what the hell? Sorry. You want to see this more than 84? I'm like, oh, it's Jackie Chan. So. Uh, <laughs> No, I'm sorry. It's not. The is Rescue it? is uh, Dante, directed by Dante Lam and Chi Hung Choi. I hope I'm saying that right. Stars Eddie Pang, Yanling uh, Wong, and Xi Shen. It's a rescue unit within the Chinese Coast Guard are forced to overcome their personal differences to resolve a crisis. Yeah. Wow. So, Sounds uh, like the world. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to them for doing $35 million in China. So there wow. you go. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and so some of these cinemas have been closed as well. And maybe these cinemas that are open are in like farther out areas. And so instead of, you know, concentrated areas, so it's harder to get to and do people want to travel? Are they even allowed to travel? So it does kind of initially from the headline look bad, but if you're not smart enough to factor in all this other shit, it, it seems like uh, incorrect to analyze it in that way. I think there's a lot yeah. of things going on here. So unfair to vilify it that way. Um, but I will get your thoughts on this, Alex. Did you get a chance to see Monster Hunter ahead of time or no? No, I did not. Okay. I, I can tell I can tell that you're smirking right now, but this is uh Monster Hunter only got two point two million dollars, and I think this thing is like thirty million dollars or fifty million dollars was the budget for this movie, and they insisted on releasing this in the theaters. They've refused to put it on a streaming service, they insisted on releasing the theaters, and now they're taking a massive wash. I think this is Sony too, uh, this movie. So I, I, it seems like a boneheaded decision on so many levels. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, that, I, yeah, I don't know how long it's going to be in theaters is the big thing. Like, I noticed Tenet is still in some theaters right now. Oh, of course. What else are they going to show? Uh, right? yeah. I mean, so, there's nothing else. I, I wonder what the deal was for that. And because you're right, like I, I kind of see the argument, hey, there's nothing else. Like, we might as well just take a gamble. This is only a 30 mil film and a company yeah. like sony where you know they're more their bread and butter is their video games like they're not necessarily taking a bigger loss doesn't matter as much to them as it might for some other studios but it's a loss nonetheless yeah uh, maybe they were counting on the vaccine rolling out a lot faster and 
it just it, it i don't get the risk though at the end of the day like it, it yeah. just does not yeah. make sense right man because yeah, i mean even the crude what are the crudes a new age it's in its fourth crude weekend <laughs> it's made 27 million here in the states and 84.5 million globally um so that's pretty cool but then um hillary swank has a new film called fatal uh, with her and Michael Ely, and it opened to nine hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars over the weekend. Yikes! That's it. I don't know why people are doing this. I don't know why you're releasing movies in theaters and just relying on the box office of theaters to, to validate your movie. It just doesn't make sense to me in any way, shape, or form. Uh, and the reason the headlines are happening is because they box office analysts had expected Wonder Woman to earn forty million or more in China and it only made, as we said, 18.8 million. So I don't know how you, an uh, Supra, how do you analyze this step? Like, how are you a box office analyst? Have you been visiting these countries? Have you been walking through these towns and, and going to these and understanding? I don't know how you could possibly be a professional. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, how can you possibly have a professional opinion about this when you yourself have never lived through a pandemic, have never been around in a European country with cinemas during a pandemic? How can you possibly have an analysis of what you think the movie would make? I I know. It is so fun. I, I've been thinking about the whole time. And it's a, yeah. they make these they make these numbers up of what they think is gonna happen, but at yeah. the same time, it feels like there's been no uh, taken into account human behavior which we do have research on like we do know that humans yeah. act in fear a lot of times humans are scared of each other humans don't trust each other if you've given the opportunity to untrust people so if i'm like any business i'm bringing on psychologists you know i'm trying to understand what the human behavior is going to be and it would probably be they're not going to the theater so yeah. whatever number you just made up isn't gonna happen pal <laughs> Pal. Yeah, and I'm not denigrating box office analysts because a lot of them do actually, you know, are on point. Certainly, Dan has charts with Dan where he analyzes these things and things. But and Scott Mendelson over at Forbes, so I really appreciate yeah. love reading his stuff. But that being said, there's no way you have any real, actual, on the ground knowledge of where people are going to go or not going to go. There's really no analysis you can do based on anything because usually analysts use previous behavior to estimate what they think is going to happen. There's no previous behavior of pandemic unless you're going to go to 1918. Uh, that's the last time you've seen something like this. So uh, I just find this to be a fascinating thing thinking that it was going to make $40 million. I just said 20 or 30 because it's ridiculous. Human beings are- Also, everyone's broke. So yeah, right. <laughs> where's the 40 million coming from? <laughs> Yeah, you should have waited till after the $600 payout or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right. Uh, guys, there's been no new money coming in. What's going on here? Have you all dropped off? We've got only $224. Send in your Streamlabs, Super Chat Streamlabs. Listen, and, and Schmobots, listen, this is how we can bring people back every week. It's the Christmas season. Please get us over $500 at least. Start sending in your uh, donations for us and your questions. You can ask us about anything. It doesn't have to be about the topics. It can be about anything you want to talk about in the world so sending it uh also christian yeah. harloff is announcing the schmodown award nominations in the facebook group uh uh in a little bit here so uh don't leave our show but certainly uh go and watch that a little bit later uh and send in some Streamlabs super chat schmobots uh over the next 40 minutes get us over 500 for god's sakes all right alex uh what's the next story uh george lucas is back in the news oh stop uh, it <laughs> yeah yeah no one was talking about star wars and finally yeah. he's talking about it so yeah. thank god for that 
um, <laughs> in talking about the prequel's dialogue, and he, he says he took a stylistic approach that has largely been misunderstood, saying, it is presented very honestly. No, I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. It isn't tongue-in-cheek at all, and it's played to the hilt. But it is consistent, not only with the rest of the movie, but with the overall Star Wars style. Most people don't understand the style of Star Wars. They don't get that there's an underlying motif that is very much like a 1930s Western or Saturday matinee serial. It's in the more romantic period of making movies and adventure films. And this film is even more of a melodrama than the others. Roko, what do you think of his comments and the prequel dialogue? All right, let's get into a big discussion about this. So if you all are watching or listening right now and you want to chime in with your thoughts on Lucas's comments, your thoughts on the prequels, your thoughts on the Hayden Christian stuff, send in your Streamlabs Super Chat Schmobats. We'll read them on the air. We'll have a nice, fun debate about this for sure. But here's my initial reaction to this. Oh, Don't tell people who have literally lined your pockets with money and allowed you to sell your franchise for $4 billion that they don't get Star Wars. Most people don't get Star Wars. Most people do, or else you wouldn't be making this money, son. And so to me, I thought that this was a bit of, George gets real defensive about this stuff. And look, he's old now. I get it, trust me, I get it. I'm getting older, you get more cantankerous. You don't wanna listen to people denigrating the shit you do. You should hear some of the shit people say about the outlaw now. And so it's like, I understand what it's like to be in this position where it's like, Oh, you have to constantly keep defending something you did in the past. And I get what he's saying. And he wants to defend the prequels. He wants to defend the style of the prequels and what he was going for. Um, but I don't think it has anything to do with most people not getting it. I think most people get Star Wars, as we're seeing from The Mandalorian, how much people love good dialogue mixed with great direction, mixed with great acting, mixed with good storylines. That's what works. And uh, George, there's enough people defending the prequels that George doesn't have to defend the prequels anymore. He doesn't have to. He can just go, look, there's many, many people who loved what I did. And those kids now Dan are- Dan underscore H donated $20. Thank you. Hello Thank you. all. Can we get Elmo and Trump discussing Brett spreading fake <laughs> news by saying he used an Amazon hub instead of Hulu? <laughs> That was ultimate fake news. I think I think I like that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Anyway, what do you guys think? Sabra, what's your thoughts on this? I'm going to get a drink. I think what? Oh, yes, uh, we'll do it later. Yes, we'll do it later. Yeah. <laughs> what an ultimate excuse to have. Like anytime that someone's not getting me, I'm just going to be like, many people don't understand me. They don't yeah. understand they don't the get point your language. of me. They don't get my language. They clearly are stupid fools. Like that, I mean is the ultimate flex but also bruh why are you explaining yourself you you've got the bag you've got the fans you've got the franchise you've got unlimited power because star wars rules the galaxy why are you explaining yourself you don't need to explain yourself anymore it's totally fine like you're he's being like a classic woman where we're like over explaining ourselves to people who don't matter like it doesn't matter <laughs> at all but um i think that i'm one of the prequel defenders it's true roko's right he doesn't need to keep defending it there are a lot of people who have found either solace in what happened or truly enjoyed the films yeah he's going down a path i cannot follow <laughs> yeah. I I think this is hilarious. Uh, I, I just can't believe that we're five days away from Christmas. Someone's interviewing George Lucas about the prequels dialogue, and he's like openly defending it. Like this is just, I just think it's so funny that he would even bring this up right now. 
Yeah. Uh, and again, like I love, I like all Star Wars movies. I'm a, I'm a prequel defender. The dialogue's terrible, you guys. Like it is, <laughs> it is atrocious. Like the, especially Attack of the Clones. I, you can't show me a single scene in Attack of the Clones where you're just Ben like, underscore a donated twenty five dollars. <laughs> hey gang, okay. happy holiday week. I personally like the prequels for the most part. The dialogue is woo, but I'm okay with the main story arc. Be happy Hayden coming back. I think George should take the money and relax. He's turning petty emo. <laughs> Hi, Brett. Hello. Did you, Brett, did you have a favorite line from any of the prequels? I, you know what? I'm a prequel defender uh, because I, my kids, and, you know, my son enjoyed it. And he didn't see all these things that everybody else was complaining about. It was a fun film for him. But uh, no, I, I, yeah, I know some of the. I don't have any specific ones, but I know there's points when I was cringing and he didn't notice it. And he was eight at the time, so you know. You're um, asking me to be rational. That is something I know I cannot do. Believe me, I wish I, I wish I just wish my feelings, but I can't. Me too, bruh. Me too. Mark, Mark Ellis just, just uh, super chatted in. Tuned in for 30 seconds and heard Alex George's George Lucas impression. It's worth $20 at least. Oh, and get ready for Roca Talk Greatest Showman on my podcast, December 31st. Happy holidays. Oh. Great Christmas clothes. Thank, thank you, Mark. Shout out to him. Appreciate your donation, Mark. <laughs> uh, off topic, but on what Mark's asking. John, is that a good one? We want to watch that with my daughter. Uh, she's 10. Is there anything questionable in there? Which one, should... one are you talking about? Uh, greatest Showman, because I started to watch it with my wife. And I'm like, oh, no, my daughter loves musicals. No. I mean, there's there's stuff like where, of course, they're like the bearded lady or whatever. And there's some guys yelling some pretty bad stuff to them, like freaks and get out of our yeah, town. Yeah, yeah. There's no cuss words or anything negative like that. Okay. Yeah. Might and I mean, skip over the hardcore sex scene, though. Yeah, that's all I'm asking. Yeah. Yeah, it involves a lot of like ropes and arrow. Yeah. Yeah, it's in the colorized version. Oh yeah. Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah okay. I'll, so I'll check. I'll make sure I get so what? the black and white greatest oh showman. <laughs> now I'm like down you this line of looking up the dialogue from Attack. What's of the, the dialogue from Greatest Showman? I want to hear. Yeah. I want to hear all. You're, of you're breaking my heart, Ryan. You're breaking my heart. <laughs> uh, Alex, what we're going. I'm we're going full person. Pepsi, Alex. No diet today. Whoa. Wow. Did, choice, oh, but I, even if the dialogue's bad, though. That's not the point of these movies, yeah, right? Yeah. Like that's the thing yeah. is I, I don't know why he's getting so defensive about it all that's all these years later. Hasn't the dialogue always been It's always been a little uh, Yeah. You know, the... Yes. You're, yeah, is. you're having wars in space. What do you think yeah. the dialogue's gonna be? Shakespearean? Dusty have a lightsaber. Yeah. Uh no, it's it's I think it's fair to look at this kind of stuff because you're like, okay, because we're seeing how good the Mandalorian is. People loved you know, people loved Rogue One other than Ben Goddard, and there's a lot of people who like certain parts of Star Wars. Other I saw than Sorry. Yeah, well, I saw Gail Simone, uh, she had who I love and respect. She's a uh, a comics writer and, and creator. She spoke about re-watching the recent trilogy all over again over the weekend and just was she's like i'm not going to make comments about the overall trilogy but i that first hour of the force awakens is incredible for character building for what they're doing what they're trying to create mm -hmm. here and there's so much promise in that first hour and i a thousand percent agree with her so it's just like there's just certain people is i mean lucas is never known for writing great dialogue so it, so it feels weird to all this time later all of a sudden start to be like no you guys don't get it you don't get it and that's not what this is about, I think. It's just a matter of like, 
Dude, you got $4 billion, man. Like, I, I would care less what anybody said at $4 billion. Do you know what I'm saying? It's kind of funny, though. It's, like, such a funny flex. You just don't get it. Like, what? no one can say shit back to him. <laughs> and a lot of the dialogue was re was used again in Mandalorian. Yeah. And it's great. True. Like, even the Boba Fett line where he goes, I'm just a simple man trying to make my way in the universe. Like, George right. wrote that. That's a yeah, it's a bar. That's a bar. That's a bar. And, and that's fair. There, there are a lot of memorable lines from the original trilogy, from the prequels trilogy, certainly. You know, hate leads to anger, anger leads to the dark side, all of that. Death fear, sticks. All of, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to buy Light them. swords. Yeah, yeah, don't. I giggled uh, out loud at a one line just in the last episode of The Mandalorian. Was, Everybody keep their eyes open or something like that. And I was like, why, why, why were you going to close your eyes? Was anybody going to close their eyes? We, they, I don't know. It was just a dumb one that we yeah. giggled about. <laughs> I have the high open. ground, Anakin! <laughs> you were the chosen one! I wrote that Chops line because, because he had the higher ground. And I thought it would be a good line to oh. have it. Mm. I thought it would be very good. If we're not with him, we're his enemy. <laughs> exactly. You just have to drill that point in. <laughs> he had the higher ground. He had the higher ground. So did, uh, so Alex, did. we're getting so much trouble. We're gonna get in so much trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw you on that show. You thought you were funny. You thought you were yeah. good one. Boys. You don't get it. You don't get it, Alex. You don't get it, <laughs> you don't, you don't get it Mr. What if Martin George was like what if George is like a gangster driving around in his like fucking limo with four other bruisers? Oh and every time anyone said shit, like he would just drive up to their station or their YouTube channel, their house. Hey, hey, so I heard you saying some shit about me and my dialogue, boys. And there's <laughs> it's not Oops, if Roka, it absolutely happens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he tries. If you don't think George Lucas is pulling up backseat driving, Angster. yeah, he is <laughs> getting out his in his dad jeans and his tucked in flannel yeah. shirt and his comfortable <laughs> sneakers. Not, so I also got to say, um, there's a show on Twitch uh, called uh, the George Lucas Talk Show. Oh, no, really? It's retired filmmaker George Lucas, someone playing George Lucas, and someone playing Watto as they host a show together talking about everything. Ryan. Yeah. Ryan. Watto, it's... Yeah, it's... Lenny! <laughs> Lenny, how you doing? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's two actors. Oh. Yeah, Griffin Newman plays Watto on it, so it's get hilarious. out of here. They they're so consistent with their bits and like so knowledgeable about the Star Wars universe that they can just make. I'm gonna watch that. Holy jokes. shit! Yeah, so yesterday great. they did like a 16 hour live stream. What? Because it was oh Life Day. Goodness. Yeah. Oh my wow. gosh! Wow. <laughs> what is God or Artemis? Yeah, he's God or Artemis. <laughs> yeah, there's like they had like a hundred uh, guests as part of it, but what? Uh, it was amazing. It, I Whoa. tuned in for parts of it, but yeah. So fun. That's cool. Amazing. <laughs> Regardless, there are more people who love the prequels than uh, don't. Like, and yeah, the true. sequels. Like, a thousand percent. If, you know, the haters are always the loudest, but they're, mm-hmm. I personally love every single Star Wars movie. None of them are perfect to me, but I love them all. And I think a lot of people feel that way. Uh, yes. George Lucas, if you're listening, <laughs> yeah. hey, I think you're that. perfect. <laughs> You, yeah, you not send your thugs. I love the dialogue. He <laughs> <laughs> oh just bends gosh. down next to your bloody beaten face. <laughs> <laughs> what What are you going to say now? What you gonna say? <laughs> Look who has the higher ground. <laughs> <laughs> Cuts off both our legs. Oh, and <laughs> Cuts off your right hand. Yeah. yeah. 
Ah, just so you never forget me. Clean yourself up. Shakespearean Wars donated $20. From Fast Space Winder does my heartbreak as a time glass filled with rough and coarse sand that gets everywhere. Happy holidays everyone and stay safe from your resident Native American Tvishka. Oh, that was wonderful. Tushka! Tushka, love you brother, that was great. Shakespeare Wars! (laughs) Shakespeare sand dialogue. Oh, perfect. Uh, anyway, well, I mean, you know, I really believe that George shouldn't say anything about this kind of stuff. Not because he doesn't have a right to say, of course, he's the creator, blah, blah, blah. I just think George Solshire should be... 1,999 donated $20. Thank you, Duel Solshire. of the Fates is perfection. Bias from a Welshman here, though, based on a Welsh poem sang in Sanskrit, sneering face. I was like a crazy little Welsh ninja in the Plaza Theatre in 1999. My mom knew she shouldn't have bought the damn green saber before entering. <laughs> Funny. I love it. Shout out to you there. Welsh. Uh, Can I say to Jones? Welsh. Welsh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I probably, yeah, did I tell you a story about the Welshman that would come in and they just pointed out all the different people that were Welsh and they'd slap <laughs> That was my favorite. Catherine J. Jones? Welsh. <laughs> <laughs> Catherine Zana Jones. Prince Charles. Prince of Wales. Prince of Wales. <laughs> Talk about it. Uh, bruv. She's Welsh, bruv. Yeah, um, uh, all right. Anyway, anything else we got to talk on George Lucas or should we get in some Streamlabs? Oh, no. Do we have to do one more thing? Don't we have one more thing? Do we have any Wait, more, uh, Alex? Is that it? That was all, I think. Okay. All right. You got a new email. No, I did not. No, I did not. But get ready, everybody. Tomorrow, finally, for those of us who've been waiting for this, uh, Coming to America teaser trailer drops tomorrow. So don't forget to watch that. I will absolutely. I don't do a lot of trailer reactions, but that one I will fucking do. So I can't and wait to John, wait for the them. poster came out today. Yes. Yes. Do we have a picture of that, Ryan? Or uh, no? I can pull it up. It says okay. air. It on, shoot, I just had it. It's like air. Those pictures from EW are fantastic. Um, Is it you guys air? Won't be able to see it, but the oh, audience okay. will. Hey, oh. Um, and I think that's everything news-wise. So let's jump into it, Alex. What are you, Streamlabs? Let's do it. Streamlabs, let us. All right, Slick Saturn says, Yo, hope you will. Do y'all have any funny wa- slash wild Christmas stories? One year, my dad got my mom a shirt, which is fine, but he accidentally got an XL, and my mom isn't an XL. <sighs> Luckily, she has a sense of humor. Also, Steph should sing Beautiful Life by Ace of Bass. Peace. Ooh. Do you know that one? Uh, <laughs> fun Christmas stories? Um, no, I think I, it sounds familiar, but I don't know it. Ooh, we got thirty. We got twenty-five minutes left. You gotta get. I've been thinking about no. The next time I perform a mm-hmm. karaoke song on here, I know what it will be, and it will be okay. fire. Okay. <laughs> and this voice will be beautiful for y'all, but I don't know. Maybe I, I'll, I would like to hear that song. Okay. All right. Down and down. I, I like that idea. Uh, all right, we're at three hundred and sixty dollars, ladies and gentlemen. We have one hundred and forty left to get over five hundred. Come on, if some of you want to see Brett sing "Sad Music," we got to get to seven fifty. Yeah. So send in your money. We got only twenty five thirty minutes left in the show, so please send in it as we're going through these streamlabs and super chats. All right, go ahead, Alex. All right, from Hitman Sabra. Oh, my <laughs> dearest Steph and sidekicks, what is, in your opinions, the most underrated Disney animated film? In my opinion, it has to be Fox and the Hound. The Fox and the Hound is a compelling tale about how hatred is taught on par with, is taught on par with Jojo Rabbit. Full stop. Any uh, uh, underrated uh, Disney films? Disney I movies? love, I love that movie. 
I think this is what it's called, Sword in the Stone, right? That's the yeah. name of it. I love that movie. Oh my gosh. The woman witch villain in it, underrated villain. <laughs> Under Which one is it? Underrated. <laughs> underrated villain. Under, under, underrated. Uh, I would say um, uh, 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 Atlantis, Lost Empire. No, oh, so right? good, Roka. That's the Disney that. one, right? So yeah. people don't talk about that one enough, and uh, that is one of those like the people who love that movie. We're on a small island, but we are mighty. We are tiny, yep. but we are mighty, and we are fierce. Uh, yes. Because in defense of that movie, that is a goddamn great movie. Great animation, good dialogue, great voiceover performances, and nobody talks about this movie, man. It's so here, close. here, Milo Roka. Thatch. Milo yeah. Thatch. <laughs> Milo Thatch. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, anybody else? Anybody else? I don't know what's underrated. I don't... Great Mouse Dinosaur? Detective for me. No, oh, Great Mouse I Detective. I love oh, the Great Mouse Detective. I think choice. that movie is awesome. It's it's also like really intense at times and yeah. a really good mystery throughout. I That was like the first detective movie I saw as a kid. Yeah. I love how is people it? go, oh, is it going to be Disney-fied? Have you seen those old animated films from Disney? Those are not... <laughs> see the kid turn into a donkey? That's not like oh all stroking God. your hair, making you feel good. Disney has done some dark shit. Yeah. Oh. That's true. Yeah, Snow I mean, White? A... Like, what? Snow White? That was yeah. scary. You can't play me. Wizard of Oz was scary, too. Wizard of Oz was scary, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not Disney, but still scary. Yeah, yeah still scary. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Um, all right. What's the next one, Alex? Hitman Sabra also says Texas A&M was robbed. Thank you for that. Care right. about college football. If you care about college football, I... Haskell420 donated $20. Thank you. Hey, nice. gang. Happy holidays, send crew. Well, Ryan opened the can of worms, so here we go. Can we get Rocha Trump Anaconda Brett Steffs Roxy and making his official debut Ryan's What O arguing why Alex should pantomime during every karaoke song? Wow. <laughs> Wait, I don't know what just okay. happened. There was so much. Yeah. I'll, I'll write it down and we'll do it later. Write it down. All right. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. <laughs> Watto. Oh, God. Got a Watto? Oh, no. Is that offensive? Okay. Uh, Eddie! <laughs> oh. Eddie! All right. Get that ready for later. Huskins, <laughs> um, took your mother! Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> next stream lab from Buckless in Seattle. Oh, no! Ah! Give me reason to prove me wrong to wash this memory clean. Let the floods cross the distance in your eyes. Across this new divide. Oh, no, 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 cute guitar riff. Those robot movies might not be Shakespeare, but they had great music. I agree with that, fuckless. Ah, yeah. fuckless. <laughs> uh, next one from Dagan. Happy Monday, crew. Roka, thoughts on Randy Orton burning the fiend to a crisp last night on TLC? <laughs> Woo! Look, if you got crap ratings and people are complaining about your crap ratings and USA is looking at you, you gotta bring the thunder with your pay-per-views. And TLC brought the thunder last night. I know there are some people who are upset that Lana got taken off for uh, the, the return of the queen, but hey, you gotta go with your big guns when you're trying to get people back into your product. And I thought they did a great job. And I love Randy Orton. I love the the older Randy Orton. The, the, fact, the twilight of Randy Orton has been incredible. So shout out to him doing what he did to The Fiend. Had little caned vibes to it as well. So that's my thoughts. Thanks, Dagan. Yeah, Brett, your thoughts? Oh man, if this is if you're gonna do this, you should do this, and man, and don't let <laughs> retcon a cannon and like, you know, 
Yeah, man, give him a smackdown. That's what I was saying. <laughs> Sorry, bro. You're gonna do this. You gotta do oh, this. Oh man, last you put it in, put the match in, and just Greco Roman it and do it. <laughs> no potentially dangerous moves though. Enjoy oh, do that. Fuck, I Be love careful you, man. <laughs> All right, <laughs> next one. <laughs> next one from. From Senator Failed Orgasm. Oh! Hey, hope you all had a great Bummer. weekend. Had to change my name due to certain situations. Bummer. But I might bring back Bail Orgasm back. Who knows? Anyways, Steph, you're so cute. Want to be my boo thing? <sighs> Just... Na oh, you want to be my na-boo thing? Dang it, I missed that one. Just oh, felt that... Oh, you know what? I appreciate that. that. That's, that's I appreciate that pun. It's some creativity. So say hello to the newest member of the SEN Patreon. Hey Brett, oh. can't wait for the Brett and Kate show. Most underrated Disney movie is Treasure Planet. It's oh. Treasure Island but in space. Nerd That's said, oh this enough gosh. for you Roka? Yep, Treasure Planet's good. Yeah, 50 is enough. 100 would have been better but I'll take your 50. And congratulations, welcome to the Patreon. Yes, yeah. thank you. Come have fun with us. Treasure yeah. Planet has I think the darkest scene in any Disney movie where okay. what's the, what's his name Mr. Arrow the assistant mm. captain gets strung out into a black hole yep and yeah. then that's it he doesn't come out like Leia doesn't come out no uh -huh. he doesn't fly back <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't uh, damn it <laughs> you didn't see me turn Leia a were they just asking for animated <laughs> on underrated because I was looking yeah. at my lists and yeah yeah, animated. but Brett, you can just you yeah. Can well, the cat from outer it. space obviously is oh, one of wow, the greatest wow. films ever made, oh, um, and that was on the list of underrated films, and uh, I love that one. And Bugs Life, Bugs Life. Oh, Bugs Life! I saw one, that one without my kids. It? I, it says, oh, Pixar. it's Pixar. Oh, well yeah, then, Pixar, why is this yeah. on the list? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> We're at nope. four, four twenty-three people. We just need eighty bucks to get over that five hundred. Come on, come on! Woo! Woo! Alex, Slick Saturn says you have to place one actor in each lead role for the for these iconic Christmas movies. The actors to choose from are Chris Hemsworth, Army Hammer, and Chris Evans. The movies to place them in are Jingle All the Way, Christmas Vacation, and Elf. Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth Army Hemsworth Hammer, as Christmas. Elf. Yes. Crims yeah, Chris yeah. Hemsworth yes. as Elf. Okay, team <laughs> yes. moves out. Team, yep. Team um, ooh, what were <laughs> the other two guys? Yeah, what is Chris, Chris, Chris Evans, Army Hammer, Jingle All the Way, and Christmas Vacation. Uh, Chris Pine in in Christmas Vacation, Evans. and then oh, Evans. Sorry, oh, Steph, Chris, I you. Oh, Chris Evans in Christmas Vacation, and then the other one. <laughs> What's the other one? <laughs> The other Army one, Hammer, the other. Jingle All the Way. Yeah, I could see that. Army, ha yeah. Army Hammer's, that's a funnier situation for him to find himself in. Yeah. 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 I could see that. All right. We did hey, it. Fifty Shades. <laughs> Hope you're happy. Uh, Fifty Shades Geek says, hey, Steph, I'm so happy we get to see you more often. The Sith Council sounds so awesome. Do you know if that show will also accept stream stream chats and super labs, or should I ask Karloff about that? Uh, oh, thank you. I appreciate I'm sure. I'm sure we do. That would be... But I don't know. Don't quote me on that. But I think so. <laughs> Fair enough. Mario from Puerto Rico says, oh. Feliz, Feliz Christmas, guys. Love you guys. Donated 50 dollars. 
Thank you. Right, Broker, take here. Take it, you old fart. Fuck right. you and have a nice day. Thank you. <laughs> I'll take it. You can cuss me out for 50 bucks. I'll take hey. it. Uh, Feliz Christmas. Feliz Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys, Steph. You a queen. Brett, you a legend. Ryan, you deserve a couple of beers. Alex, you the man, and your songs are lit. Check out Descent. <laughs> and can Roca read this? Feliz Navidad, hermano des, de Puerto Rico. Feliz, uh, Feliz Navidad, hermano de Puerto Rico. Sí, cómo no. I rarely get to bust it out, but I love to bust it out when I can. You and Dorina <laughs> need to do a full Spanish-speaking <laughs> clip out. show. We, 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 clip I mean, our, we do our, we have our politics show, but yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Thing. Impolite Truths is awesome. I love that Thank show. You two are so good Rope together. Smythe but donated twenty dollars. Happy two thousand one hundred and twelve, which is International Rush Day. Do yourself a favor and celebrate everything Getty, Alex, and Neil by listen to either Moving Pictures or Hemispheres. Please. This mm. is year is rough as we lost the greatest rock drummer of all time. R.I.P. to the professor. Sheridan? Yeah, no, the, yes, the greatest drummer of yeah. all time, yeah. And yeah. Rush, oh, the days of Rush. Uh, great documentary, too. Um, is it on that? Yeah. Where? Uh, yeah, there's a. Uh, I I can't remember. It might have been on. Uh, um, yeah, Netflix. Is it Netflix. recent? Is it recent? It, no, it's not recent. It was a oh, while back, okay. and uh, yeah, I just loved uh, I, the fun. The funny part of it for me was just how they were talking about how they thought being in a band was going to get them a lot of ladies, and it turned out a lot of their fans were guys like us, John. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, they're not the best-looking dudes, so I mean, <laughs> that, that kind of helps. <laughs> so they said they'd look out to a sea of, of you know, older guys and that, and then they're fine with it. I mean, they did well, you know, but yeah. they weren't exactly... No. Uh, Kennedy <laughs> Lee's not making anyone's hot list. No offense. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. that being said, my, I was listening. I was thinking about this actually as I was driving uh, back from uh, IKEA yesterday. So I was returning some stuff, but like, oh I, god, IKEA. I can't buy anything. More. <laughs> I gotta stop. Juke, yeah. Jukebox Hero came on oh. radio and I and or on the XM, and I was like, I think that's my number one and number two rock songs from the eighties. It is Tom Sawyer, Rush, and Jukebox Hero. Because whenever they come on, those two songs. I don't give a fuck what I'm doing. I am totally into both of those songs. From like, you can put "Pour Some Sugar on Me" on, or I can take it or leave it. It's a great song. But those two are the top two for me, and maybe, maybe "Back in Black" is number three for mm. me personally. So, but yeah, shout out to Rush. Great, great stuff. Uh, and if you watch uh, "I Love You, Man," there's a lot of love for Rush in that movie. So, mm. um, all right, let's move on, Alex. What's our next thing? Fifty Shades of Geek says the vaccines are being widely distributed in Israel this Wednesday. I just hope this means movie theaters will open soon. I don't want Bloodshot to be the last movie I've seen in the theaters in 2020. Wow. <laughs> Yo, that was the last one I saw, too. I was didn't it? even realize that. Yeah, I think so. Because I think that was... I know my birthday was March 10th. It was like the Happy last birthday. day before we were not allowed to go outside. And I saw a screener. And then got a tattoo, and I was like, "I'm living before I'm locked up." <laughs> I heard about the last. This. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, the last movie I saw was The Wild Goose Lake. It's a Chinese movie, which ironically took place in Wuhan. So it's like, wow. really awkward. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, we crossed 500. Thank you all so much. Thank, you. Thank you very much. I know it's tough right now, but the fact that you all are donating and getting us 
keeping us afloat every day means the world. So thank you so much. Um, what did I want to say? I lost the train of thought. Let's keep going. Alex, how are you? <clears throat> Cunt Dooku says, hey, everyone. Alex, I'm so sorry about the joke last week with a pimple. It wasn't mine. Should have known better. Please forgive me. So sorry, Alex. Thanks. Um, can we just point out that Bit Fortuna's taste didn't change? Him and Jabba like them blue Twilight girls. Oh. You also like the buffet. Leave them no alone. <laughs> I'm not trying to fat shame Bib, but uh, Bib's been eating himself. He's been having yep. some fun out there. Bib, Bib <laughs> had some fun. I thought that too. I was right? like, oh, you're in the quarantine too. <laughs> <laughs> Even his thing had a chintz. Even his thing had a chintz. So yeah, double chintz. Uh, all, right. all right. Next one from a gentleman scientist. Hi, crew. I need some advice. I finally saw Die Hard for the first time, and I get it. It's fantastic. Before that, I'd only seen Die Hard with a Vengeance. My question, oh. should I watch any of the other films? I heard they were no bueno. Thanks. Mm. I mean, Die Hard 2 is okay. Some people like it, but it is Rennie Harlan, not really known for directing a good movie. So uh, go in with that expectation. It's a decent sequel. But yeah, Die Hard with a Vengeance is the best one of the sequels. Um, and then from there, it's really diminishing returns. <laughs> Even the Kevin, uh, do you guys, what do you guys think? Do you like the Kevin Smith one or the other ones? What do you guys think? Yeah. The Kevin Smith one was actually the first one I had seen, and I really liked it. Okay, so, live free. That was like fourteen. Yeah, yeah live, live free. free or die hard. Mm -hmm. uh, I liked. I, I like two. If you hate airports, two might be fun. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, right. Two. <laughs> the whole yeah. thing's in an airport. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I three is the best of the sequels. Ben, everything else. If you want to like torture yourself, you can watch five, six, Oof. whatever prequel they got coming out. Year one. I don't. Don't watch the Russian one. Don't watch the Russian, the Russian one's just. Oh. <laughs> Like, you know what sucks about the Russian one? The first five, ten minutes are fucking glorious. And you're like, this is going to be awesome. And all of a sudden, it looks like they shot everybody else involved in production and replaced them and then kept going with the movie because the movie just goes right off the fucking cliff. Right off. Yeah. I mean, full on right off the cliff. Bruce Willis is driving through Moscow, a city he's never been in, by the way, and can figure out where to go and where he's going and the directions and all this shit. I'm like... You have no fucking clue where you're going. And he's not even using GPS. He's not using some <laughs> Russian ways or anything like that. He's just literally just driving, figuring out alleys as he's driving. I'm like, it's bullshit. Bullshit. So anyway. Elon Musk was in the engine, just like directing where he was. That's why he didn't need it. Drive yeah. hard. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, let's keep going. Popcorn says, Steph. Can we get a close-up on the nails? Yesterday I requested that the World Girls give telenovelas a whirl, meaning I'd like them to shoot a five to ten minute telenovela. Roca and Brett, y'all consider joining as actors? I would uh, love to be the evil. Yes, uh, Roca would have to be in our telenovela. <laughs> we, we, that was such a good idea, Popcorn. We love <laughs> telenovelas, so we would absolutely uh, want all of this entire SCN and that, that would be hilarious. <laughs> Tráemelo los huelgos, tráemelo. <laughs> all right, next one from Queeper Sutherland. Mm, totally nice. disagree with Ryan regarding Game of Thrones. I love the last season and just feel like it's popular to rag on it. Yes, the last season did feel rushed, but made sense given where the stories were going. I might have been a little intense there, but uh, I think <laughs> it, was, it, it was just a, I was a little disappointed. I was, I was more than a little disappointed. I was not. I was really mad about it. 
probably go a little <laughs> yeah, harder than Ryan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we all do that as hosts. Like we go way too hard sometimes. I'm like, I wasn't that invested. Like I don't know why I, I was dragged people's invested, families. Though. Like I was pretty invested. <laughs> <laughs> Such hey, a quick turn. I, okay, yeah, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I spent about 30 minutes watching y'all Star Wars shows from Afterbuzz over the weekend because I, I didn't know you guys had hosted a show, so I wanted some more like appreciation of y'all's point of views on stuff. I liked it. It was really good stuff. Oh, you know? Wow, that's so that's kind. Just, just reminded me of it uh, as you started sweating you were, for some reason. No, because Ryan, <laughs> Ryan, you had that reaction. You've done that reaction on the show. Oh, but I really. Yeah. <laughs> Great stuff. Uh, so yeah, if you want more Steph Sabran, if you want more uh, Ryan and their Star Wars stuff, watch their previous shows over there at the other uh, place. I don't know if I can say it. I'm going to get in trouble. Appreciate right, go ahead, you, Roka. Love. <laughs> Alex? Shadow Dragon Production says, My body is made out of swords. My blood is of iron and my heart of glass. I have overcome countless battlefield, not even once retreating, not even once being understood. He was always alone intoxicated with victory in a hill of swords. Thus his life has no meaning. That body was certainly made out of swords. Thank you very much, Shadow Dragon. Is this about George Lucas? <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. My, my body is made out of swords. George's victims. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is, this is a rapier right here. This is a... <laughs> I'm Robert and you're a clue. <laughs> <laughs> Joel from Queen says, I second your Atlantis Lost Empire, and Treasure Planet is just as good. Yeah. Yep. All right. Next one from Justin Square. Uh, oh, one thing. I don't know why. It doesn't even matter how hard you try. Oh. Keep that in mind. I designed this rhyme to explain in due time. All I know. Time is a valuable thing. Watch it fly by as the pendulum swings. Watch it count down to the end of the day. The clock ticks life away. It's so unreal. Didn't look out below, watched the time go right out the window, trying to hold on to, didn't even know I wasted it all just to watch you go. I kept everything inside, and even though I tried, it all fell apart, and what it meant to me will eventually be a memory of a time that I tried so hard. Thank you very much, Justin Square. Hey. Wow! That was one of the first uh, Linkin Park songs, well, just like, kind of, I guess, rap songs that I ever listened to back in the day. Uh, Linkin Park, Linkin Park. Wait, wait. Yeah. Linkin Park was one of the first rap songs you listened to? <laughs> yeah. I was very... My parents didn't even allow me to, like, listen to rock in Sub general. Rock. <laughs> so rap was even... This was, like, this was the best part of it. Just... <laughs> excuse me, excuse me, excuse me! <laughs> Amanda, please! What the fuck? <laughs> okay. Amanda, please. <laughs> All right, next one from See That Guy Over There. Hello, SCN crew. Just want to say happy winter solstice, aka the shortest day and longest oh, night. Yeah. Also, the great conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn as a double planet. Oh, yeah, nice. So that. sick. I wish I had a telescope. Yeah. Same. Uh, thanks, Santa. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one from James Wheeler. Hello, everyone. I'm so glad the last movie I saw in the theater was Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Oh, excellent so movie. Good. I I consider that to be a perfect movie. Yeah. It's wow. so good. Yeah, okay. yeah it's right. damn good. Beautiful movie. It's on Hulu. If you guys have Hulu and you want to stream it, it's on Hulu. Yeah. Um, sorry, that's like a deep cut <laughs> song from the movie. Continue. <laughs> okay. Jumping over to Super Chats. Okay. Lloyd Nan says, Hi, Steph. Hey. Hey. Hey, Lloyd. Uh, and then Mark. <laughs> 
shoot. Uh, Mark Ellis oh. chimed in and said, tune in for 30 seconds and heard Alex and George Lucas impression. It's worth $20 at least. Oh, and get ready for Roka talking the greatest showman on my podcast, December 31. Yeah. Happy holidays, y'all. Great Christmas clothes. Thank yeah, you again, um, Ellis. Thank you, Mark. And appreciate the buzz, brother, man. Yeah, appreciate this. Uh, yeah, Rotten Tomatoes is wrong. That's the new podcast. Some of you heard Kalinowski on there defending Batman v Superman. I will be on there defending the greatest showman. Uh, Mark Ellis uh, there asked me to become a guest, and it was a blast. So that'll drop on New Year's Eve. I'm excited they're dropping the episode. Uh, so it'll be a lot of fun. So you hear me stump for a musical, for sure. One of the greatest. Darren Wright donated and didn't say anything. So thank you very much, Darren. Thank you, Darren. Thank you. Bella says, I used to think Corpse voice was fake, but then Ryan was brought on the show, and now I know men's voice can get that deep. LOL. Brett, have you finished Bojack yet? Thanks. If it's too depressing, I understand if you drop it, but I do think you'll love it. I we we kind of went away from it. I think I I think it was my wife was like kind of like yeah this isn't this is a little rough you know so yeah I might have to sneak that one on the slide. I don't think she's she wants to finish that one out. Okay. Otherwise, that's uh that's all the streamlabs su- and super chats. We got a few impressions. Nice. If yeah. You start doing those. Um, okay. okay, this first one, Elmo and Trump discussing Brett uh, spreading fake news, saying he used an Amazon hub instead of Google. <laughs> um, Elmo, Elmo, I don't know if you heard. Elmo, can you see me? I'm, I'm, I'm locked down in my bunker here. I'm not leaving the White House. I'm not leaving the White House. You're not dragging me out of here. You're not dragging me. This is my house. Uh, it's my house. Uh, you know, I've been dealing with a lot of fake news, Elmo, and uh, apparently uh, Brett Sheridan on the show, the SCN Live show, spreading a lot of misinformation and fake news about the HBO Hub. This is only like the slightly bigger news than the, 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 all the dead people that voted. Yeah, um, yes. This is like Illegal huge aliens I, as well. Oh, Illegal aliens, everybody voted. Those people that voted 700 times. Yep. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. But, but, multiple but, planets. But, but the Illegal atrocity. Aliens, yep. The atrocity of this man to think that he was using an Amazon hub and say that versus Hulu. I mean, come on, people. Like, this is, I, we're better than this. I thought we, you had made America great. And then he does something like this and it makes it less greater. Yeah, I agree with you, Elmo. That's why the next four years, I'm going to root this all out in the next four years. I'm totally winning my presidency back. Oh, yeah. Don't deny it. Don't deny I'm it. I'm thinking you, eight more years, 16. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, no yeah, rules which... anymore. <laughs> <laughs> don't break. You break me if you break. <laughs> no rules anymore. Yeah! <laughs> what, what are laws anyway? I mean... <laughs> They're only meant to be broken. Yes. Uh, all right. What's uh? <laughs> okay. And then the last one for the day: Roka Trump, Anaconda Brett, Steph's Roxy, and Ryan's Wado arguing why Alex should pantomime during every karaoke song. <laughs> Wait, I don't. <laughs> all right. Pantomime. Uh, okay. My you... my my otherworldly friend Wado. I don't know if you know this, but the fans want to see. Alex Marzonia pantomime me. Is that right? Yeah. I think you should, right? pantom- you should pantomime doing every single song we do, or you will perish. Okay. Like, you, I don't you fucking should just do it. I'm going to come to your house. <laughs> what rocks? 
I didn't hear you rocks. I said, Alex, if you don't fucking pantomime every fucking song, I'm going to come to your house and I'm going to steal your TV right behind you. She'll do it, man. I know her. She's loco. I'm crazy. <laughs> and we can bet on it. You'll be working for me if you're not pantomiming, Alex. <laughs> Little Alex. Little Alex. Listen, listen to a strong woman. Listen to a strong woman, Alex. You better pantomime. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> we can't make America great without you pantomiming. That's for sure. We need you. I love your uh, multicolored hair. I got no judgment. Just please pantomime, for God's sakes. Mm. And by descent, his new EP. <laughs> yeah, get it. It's lift off, then descent. It's he's doing it like a thing there. It's very Kanye West, Jay Z. It's very Kanye West, Jay Z. I love it. I love it. <laughs> right. We gotta get out of here. Uh, any more? Is that it? Any more stream live Those super are all? We had one Those more. All, but... One more command. Oh, we have one more. Okay. Ah, okay. Uh, Tavishka Productions says. Tavishka. Which of these movies would you deem as an inappropriate Christmas movie to show a 10-year-old? Die Hard, Gremlins, and Coming to America. Coming to America. <laughs> uh, there are some sexually suggestive <laughs> stuff going on in Coming to America that yeah. I think a 10-year-old shouldn't be exposed to just yet. Yeah, start with Cool Runnings. Make your way to... <laughs> <laughs> make your way to Beverly Hills. <laughs> yeah. I think they're all pretty inappropriate. Nah, I guess it's fair. Die Hard. I mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Gremlins is rough. That's that's. I mean, ten. Is, I don't know. T ten year olds are different. I have a very sensitive ten year old, so mm. we we have to. You know, I think my son could handle it. I don't know. I don't know, people. If it, do, do we need to make this decision? Um, do we right need now. to all vote <laughs> yeah. on the same one? Or is this the fate of the earth? Or is this? Uh, oh God! Oh God! I don't. know. They're holding all on. three DVDs and are like, what are we yes, doing? They're like, Which one? And if my 10-year-old has a hard time with it, I'm coming for you. Gremlins, bruv. Gremlins. Yeah, I get some oh. gremlins up there. <laughs> all right. Thank you all so much for uh, watching or listening to this episode of SCN Live on the SCN Network. We can't thank you enough for your stream live and super chats and your schmo bots. Hope we kicked off your holiday week right with a lot of fun, a lot of playfulness. We certainly had fun. We hope you did too. Uh, thanks to Steph Sabra. Thanks to Alex Marzonia. Thanks to Brett Sheridan. Thanks to Ryan Nelson. And hey, thanks to you all again. And thank you to Kirsten Harlow for letting me host. Don't forget, Schmodown announcements or the awards going on in the FB group right now, the Facebook group. Go over there and see all of that. Have yourselves a good Monday. Remember, it's the start of the week. Do something really positive for yourself, even if it's a little thing, a baby step, something, or something bigger to get your week going off right. You deserve it. Then come back and see us at 10 a.m. PT tomorrow on SEN Live. Peace.